Boom! Thank you and welcome to episode 13 Damn. of... Yeah, episode... Lucky number 13, lucky, my lucky dude. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. So, if uh, the stream crashes or shit just breaks, <laughs> <laughs> you understand why, because it's lucky number 13. We're going to put that in the air right now. Yeah, we're we're gonna put, put it in the air, man. It's just gonna I do not knock on wood, so <laughs> shit go bad, the shit go bad, I'll let it go. Um... <laughs> It's your boy Phony Toast, Toast with the Most. Task one, T A S K. Um, shit, man, it's it's been a good week. It's been a fantastic week, it's sir. It's been a very good week. Now, why has um, it been a good week for you? Uh, well, first of all, um, I got to spend like a day and a half watching Daredevil. Nice. Um, and I got to see Daredevil mm-hmm. done very well. Mm-hmm. Punisher done mm-hmm. very well. Yep. And Elektra. Done very well. Now here's the thing: the Electra that they did was not the Electra that I expected. Okay. But I liked it better. Like mm-hmm. I liked a happy, carefree Electra. I liked that. Like she was very like, ha- like like death excites her. Yeah. Like I like that. Well, usually they do that Electra. She's the silent, scary assassin, and people <laughs> whisper her name. This was an Electra smiling, joking while she's slitting niggas' throats. Like, yeah. I'm all for it. And you know what? It's funny because it reminded me of a storyline version of Electra, and mm-hmm. that was the Enemy of the State storyline, where yeah. uh, Wolverine was taken over by the Hand, mm-hmm. and. Electra through that whole book. Remember, she was getting all the shield perks. Yeah, and she's like, you know, they're coming in like, aren't you supposed to be searching for Wolverine? She's like, ain't no bother, ain't no point in hunting him. You wait for something to pop up, yeah. then you go get him. Yeah, you go get him. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That. So for right now, I'm gonna enjoy this fine wine, all this food <laughs> on my on the shield diamond, all your like five thousand dollars of per diem every uh-huh. two hours, <laughs> you know, for my help. And that was the same Electra I felt in the book because, like you're saying. I don't want the soft, sullen Electra. I want the, I want like you said, I want Electra who's excited, right, about killing, yeah. about the next generation of her mission, and that came off really well, especially because Daredevil's so like, look, man, my life's hard. It's <laughs> <This laughs> just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Let's just bang and kill some people, yeah. like. And Which, you know, what else do you want in the world? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they chose this girl to be Electra, I didn't know that was what's-her-name from G.I. Joe Retaliation. Oh, really? Um, See, me neither, because I didn't watch that movie. <laughs> me neither. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I knew they, they had a lady like that in the movie. I just mm-hmm. didn't know that was her. And so, I, at first I was like, I don't know. Also, they said they weren't going to go with the traditional look with her. You know, she's usually not really well-dressed. And usually wearing like these garments and torn clothing, but right. I actually it makes more sense for her to be more covered up because she's a masterful ninja. She's not gonna be yeah. just pretty much naked trying to do ninja tactics. You know what I'm saying? True, true. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, you don't see too many girls in real life fighting in bikinis. That's but, what you know. I'm saying. It's like okay, I see it and I get it and I understand it. Also, this was the most violent shit I ever seen. I was like, holy. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they made Daredevil look PG thirteen. Keeping it real, it was. I mean, there were some scenes that was borderline R. I mean, Punisher was blowing niggas' heads. Borderline, off. like that shit was R as fuck. I mean, 
when dude was beating a uh, homeboy to death with the pistol. With the, oh, his, he was pistol whipping his, his, Yeah, his, his face is all split up. His face that over. was a hella rated R. Don't even get it twisted. Now, this, this is a rated R ass Netflix show. And I'm so glad that they did Netflix with it because you can't do that on regular TV. No. And the shit that happens on this show, you just can't do. And that's why I'm looking at DC. I'm like, this is how you do it. This is how it's done. Yeah. You don't make the PG characters R. You keep the PG-13 characters PG-13. And then you make the R-type characters. You make them R. Very true. You, Very don't, true. Have to, uh, you don't have to make a character be out of pocket to fit a different demographic. You can have both. So so the guys, the people can take their kids to go see Avengers, and when the kids go to sleep, they put on Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yep. So very true. That's how very it's true. done. That's how very, you do very it. Very true. And you can stay true to both characters. I called it years ago. I said the only way you can do Daredevil and Punisher it needs to be rated R, and it needs to be on like HBO or some shit, a show where they could just do hardcore shit. Because Daredevil's a hardcore character. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was honestly waiting for Daredevil to pop in. Like when uh, Frank and uh, Matt were on the roof fighting. Mm-hmm. Daredevil pop in and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Y'all motherfuckers too violent for me. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to take part in this. Seriously. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's, the fights were brutal. I mean, mm-hmm. even, even the fights when they weren't killing mm-hmm. is still brutal. And I like the way they do the fighting style. Because... One of the things, if you're a Daredevil fan from the books, you'll realize, or you'll hear a lot, is that Daredevil's martial arts include a lot of boxing. Yeah. Because his dad was a boxer. Yes. It was the first way he learned to fight. So, the way you see him fight in the show is very boxing-oriented. Yeah, he'll do the flips, he'll do the kicks, slide it in, but... He loves the punch. Exactly. He cracks people in their skulls. Yes. He takes punches well. Uh-huh. He puts himself in positions, you know, which I think shows a little more strategical fighting than most shows, where he takes a punch and it capitalizes off it. Right. Because he lets you in. Right. You know what I mean? And that's right. something I don't think you get from a lot of other shows. And the fighting was real. Like, it felt realistic. One thing I do like about Daredevil's fighting, other than, like, almost any of the fighting I've seen in movies, was that... Daredevil gets his ass kicked sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes he's out of his element. Nobu, <laughs> Nobu was getting in that ass. Yeah. He, <laughs> Nobu got in that ass last season, dude. And Dude, so it was tell like, me that wasn't the coolest call out, too. When he was with Elektra and they were yeah. showing off the scars. And he had, I mean, part for part, every scar that Nobu gave him. Yeah. Because you remember when Night Nurse was helping him mm-hmm, out and, mm-hmm. you know, he was all cut up. Yeah. Those are the... You guys paid attention to the placements. Yes. You guys paid attention to that level of detail. Mm-hmm. And that made it the show feel more real. Exactly. It made it feel like this is real, still a continuation from the first time. Mm-hmm. And I loved what... I forgot what he said, but he was like... Nobu made a mention of his scars. Like, like yeah, I see you, my marks are still on yeah, you. Yeah, that's like, what he said. Yeah. Like, he was like, that's a good thing. Like, yeah, I see they yeah. haven't fully healed yet. Like, yeah. he's excited about that. <laughs> they did the hand perfectly and... Um, yeah, the hand was really good. And I loved how... They even touched on the adjustment that he had to make mm-hmm. to fight the hand yes. based on who the hand is. Because they're practically zombies. Yeah. 
yeah. they're practically zombies, zombie ninjas. Like people always ask me, "What is the hand?" I'm like, "They're zombie ninjas." Or if you want to consider it almost like vampire, like vampires without the power. Exactly, they're like they're undead. Not, yeah, they're, they're essentially undead. undead. So there beings. were a lot of things that Daredevil, and I'm glad they touched on this because one of the main reasons why Daredevil always got his ass kicked by the hand was because all of the the human functions that he used for his senses, they didn't have it. So yeah. like like heartbeat and shit like that. Like that's stuff that he uses to know, okay, he's about to move, he's about to do this, he's about to do that. They didn't yeah. have that. So it was he was getting his ass kicked. Like, fuck, yeah. I don't know what to do. And I loved that stick who's who makes a triumphant return. I oh, love that stick great would yeah. communicate with him by just whispering. Which is something I've always said in the books, I'm like, why do these people talk to him so loud? <laughs> yeah. They don't need to. They just whisper. I thought that was really cool because no one else could hear Stick, so they were communicating that way. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, ex- I was like, they fucking nailed it. Yeah. And so it's their own almost virtual telepathy. Exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. And he's, I mean, he's whispering to him from floors down or up, and like, Daredevil can still hear him. Mm-hmm. And like, he was telling them, he was like, don't follow their heartbeat. Follow their breath. They yeah. still have to breathe. Yeah. So you're uh, listening for heartbeats. You were listening to swords, and yeah. that was another cool part. How they adjusted, mm-hmm. you know, because they noticed when he knocked their sword out, mm-hmm. he couldn't hear him again. You remember the one oh, ninja? Yeah. He knocked the sword down, and then the dude watched him confused. Like, why is he just staring at the ground? You know, exactly. this didn't make sense to him. So he noticed, ran off, and mm-hmm. Daredevil couldn't hone in on him exactly. again. So having him make those adjustments during mm-hmm. the fight mm-hmm. is something you really only see in comic books. Exactly. But because they were able to put it on Netflix instead of doing, like, a movie, mm-hmm. you didn't have to worry about telling, you know, like, trying to rush that part of the story. Exactly. You really fleshed it out. They really fleshed it you out. You know, because it wasn't until his, like, what, third encounter with the hand? Until he finally got it. You know it, what I mean? Until like, it was, uh, like, until, yeah, until Stick was kind of like, right. hey, look, the whispers and, you know, get off the swords. Right, you know, they, right. they're sheathing their swords because right. they know. Because they know you can hear that. You know, and that was... And that's something that's awesome, too, because Daredevil has to, especially when he's in his Matt Murdock persona, he has to, like, trick people... To, so that they don't think that he's Daredevil. Right. One of my favorite scenes was the scene where he meets Kingpin again in jail. And Kingpin starts beating his ass. Now you know Daredevil could have gotten out of that and did something. Mm-hmm. And you know he kind of wanted to. And then he like stops. And he just lets Kingpin fuck him up. Because yeah. he has to say, these people have to remember that I'm blind. <laughs> So these yep. are punches I have to take. I have to get my ass kicked right now, or they're gonna piece start piecing shit together. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, how's this blonde guy able to do this? So, like, I thought that was really good. And Kingpin that. is that smart. Oh, he yeah, is that exactly. dude. He pieces it together, two and two together. Exactly. You know? exactly. Plus, he's resourceful, and he already has vengeance out for half of your personality. Mm-hmm. You don't want him to get the other half. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so and wow, Kingpin triumphant return. Just yeah. dude, I think all around. I think all around, every single player in this show did a great job. Even the DA, who I didn't like. But mm-hmm. I've always, especially since, and I've tried to make a point with this with people since characters like Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Because I knew people who would have shot that poor kid in the street they saw him in real life, right? <laughs> because, you know, in Game of Thrones, the character Joffrey, he becomes king, he's a piece of shit. And he does such a great job playing a piece of shit that uh-huh. people, you know... Almost translated to real life. Like, dude, that exactly. is that motherfucker is wrong. Fuck. Well, the DA in this case, who was, um, I don't know her real name, but yeah. she was 
Sister with a bad hair dye. <laughs> yeah, that blonde dye was like, Yeah, the blonde dye. But it fit the character. Yeah. And she did such a good job of making you hate her mm-hmm. that, you know, you really started to feel even more, even though they're the good guys, mm-hmm. for Froggy and Karen. Mm-hmm. For Foggy and Karen. I always call them Froggy for some reason. <laughs> I for, say uh, Froggy. <laughs> for Foggy and Karen, uh-huh. um, you know, as they were going up against this. Because you could smell that she was dirty. You could yeah. smell that she was doing too yeah. much. And she was playing, you know, that perfect, dare I say it, bitch yeah. that, you know, you didn't want to, uh, you know, you didn't want to cross or deal with. So I thought exactly. that part was really cool. I also liked how they did Punisher. I like how they tied everyone together. Yeah. Like everyone from Punisher to Elektra to the Hand to the corrupt DA to the corrupt military to the prison system. It all flows together into one whole story. See, I was thinking it was going to be... Half a Punisher story, half of a lecture story. But when you watch it from A to A to B, or from the beginning to the end, it's all just one cohesive story. Uh, John was it Jason or John Burton? No, the guy that plays John. 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 He fucking nailed it. I knew he was gonna do it right when they announced it. When they yeah. announced he was Punisher, I'm yeah. like, of course, of course. He will always be shamed to me, though. <laughs> he will always be shamed. Dirty Dick Shane. Shamed from. <laughs> for <laughs> Walking Dead but he will always be shamed but that's why if you watch The Walking Dead you will know he is a perfect match because he plays crazy well yeah. and Punisher's crazy he's not this smart calculate well he is well, but yeah I was gonna say he's a tactical genius I mean he is a tactical genius but he's, he's like also one of the most well trained characters in definitely Marvel. but he's also out of his fucking mind like and yes. he nailed that in the show like the tactical, it goes back to almost what Kanye said, almost like, name one genius that ain't crazy. Like, he's fucking nuts. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and then nailed it. I like that he had the little chant uh, that he learned from his daughter. That was his favorite book that he would say. Yeah. I like that. I like Pennies that. and dimes. Exactly. I love the court scene. Because that's oh, something. Yeah. Yes. And I'm, I'm glad we saw more of it. Because that was something I thought was left out a lot in the first season. Is that. You know, Matt Murdock is a lawyer, so eventually he does have to go to work. Yeah, yeah. You can't just not, you can't be like, hey, look, my name's on Attorneys at Law and not go to work. And he is very useful in court because he can tell when people are lying, which means he can start bending questions based around your heartbeat, how, you know, how how he feels your mood coming off you Mm -hmm. and use that to essentially you know, find out your guilt or innocence or play you while you're exactly. on the stand. Exactly. And shout out to... Oh, go ahead. My bad. Oh, no. I'm saying uh, good. Yeah, but I was going to say, shout out and shout out to the Jessica Jones tie-in. Yeah. The, the oh, yeah. lawyer from Jessica Jones. Yeah. Trying AKA to get Trinity from the Matrix. Trinity. She'll always be Trinity from the yep. Matrix. She is Trinity. Um, I was waiting for her to be like, I have something for you, Foggy. A blue pill and a red pill. <laughs> <laughs> you know? This world is not your world. Like, this is not your world. <laughs> Your friend is the hero and you are not. Oh, so. that's going to follow to her for everywhere. Something I found out about Foggy Nelson, because every time I look at Foggy, I'm like, this motherfucker looks familiar. That's fucking Fulton Reese from fucking Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah? The big dude from the first Mighty Ducks, yeah. the one they were trying to get on the team. I'm like, that's fucking Fulton that Reese. awesome. From, shit. My, from Mighty Ducks. Man came back from some Emilio Estevez <laughs> movies. <laughs> Shout out to Emilio, wherever the hell he is. 
Emilio vanished off the planet. He hey, was dude. like, fuck this shit. They're like, fucking Charlie Sheen. I'm keeping my last name like this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. Scared. I'm, I'm out. Dude, I'm he made out. enough Mighty Ducks he could retire forever. Seriously, yeah, he did three of them. But, um, you know. Yeah, man. I'm Daredevil. I have one complaint, though. A Huge spoiler. If you haven't seen it, we've been spoiling it this whole time, so fuck you. Uh, uh, it's on Netflix. Don't cost much to get it. It doesn't. <laughs> if you can't afford Netflix, you need to reevaluate your life. You can't afford $8 a month, my nigga. It's only... A, oh, see, I pay for my parents. To, my parents got, like, pro... Dude, I got one profile on my shit, then I got my mom's, my dad's. <laughs> oh, so you pay for the extra yeah, motherfucker. I pay see. for the extra Okay, where it up? But, like, like, for that. one TV at least. So, eight bucks. If you can't... That's the least. That's the lowest... It's just eight bucks. You can't afford that. Nigga. Reevaluate your life. Exactly. And if you didn't take time off to watch Daredevil, you fucked up. Because everybody was binge watching Daredevil. Like, yeah. all my timeline was Daredevil, 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 Daredevil. Niggas who don't even hold anything in the comics was binge watching Daredevil. Like, no, they're saying it's like probably the most watched, quickly watched show they put on Netflix. I can see that. <laughs> like I can just, see that. Everybody Between that and probably it. House of Cards. Shit. Yeah, House of Cards. And Orange is a New Black. Like, they're killing it. Like, yeah. Netflix. I tell people by 2020, everything is going to be like Netflix. Like, they're already starting. There's an HBO now, well, NBC now. And well, like, you got to think about it. I mean, you know, the, like you said, there's a lot of the streaming services. I mean, Hulu alone mm-hmm. is basically like a TV provider. Yeah. Because outside of CBS, they stream almost everybody. NBC, it, Well, CBS, Hulu's owned by Comcast. So it's like, it would be nothing for Comcast to just be like, fuck it. We're just Hulu now. Because <laughs> they're losing money every year. Every year, Comcast is going down, down, down. Because people are just like, fuck it. I could just get Hulu, Amazon Prime, and, 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 and Netflix and be good. Yeah. And you <laughs> think about it. That's like roughly, and because you know you pay for uh, what's it called, you pay for Amazon Prime up front. Uh-huh. But that's roughly twenty four dollars a month plus yeah. your internet. And I know people who still pay one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars for some damn cable packages. Yeah, and it's I ain't touched cable yeah. since like two thousand six. I'm being honest with you. I say, no, I believe you. By by 2020, everything's just going to be streaming. Because people want their shit now. They don't want to wait. They want it all right now. Yep. And so I'm saying I give it about four years. Yeah. Everything is just and people be like streaming. going back to it yeah, because and that's a TiVo thing. But then you're like, okay, well, this isn't going to get full. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I could just go back and rewatch shows. Seriously, rewatch whole seasons exactly. at different times. And exactly, at any time that you <laughs> want to. And if you have an argument, this happened on this. No, it didn't. Nigga, go back and watch it. Yep. I've been telling my stepkids now, <laughs> like they don't understand how good they got it. Mm. I'm like. I said some shit to them to make their head explode. I said, back in the days when you missed it, nigga, you missed it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we yeah. was on TV and your ass was at home. <laughs> oh, fuck just missing it. You would lose parts. Because yeah. on TV, they would cut out shit for commercial and return to a different fucking scene. Yeah. Like, what the shit yeah. is this? You'd and those like, commercials. Oh, man, I just saw Terminator 2. You remember the part where she went in, man, and she mm-hmm. broke into the people's house? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she was just on the phone as the people? What yeah. happened to the people? They, 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 they just cut, cut that shit out. out. They had to make time. <laughs> they had to make the time for the commercials, yeah. but the commercials are paying for everything. Yeah. So it was like, I tell them, like, and to them, they just blew their little minds. They're like, so wait, so what happened if you missed the show? Nigga, you missed the show. Yeah. Like, wait, so there's no way to go back. No. You, you wait till the season's over and hope for rerun. And hope for rerun. I hope you're there to watch the rerun. Yeah. And you better be there. <laughs> yeah, because it ain't like you go back and just watch and the rerun. And here's the crazy part. They play the reruns out of order. 
Yeah. So you obviously don't know when they're going to show it again. Nope. You don't know. <laughs> Matter of fact, if a new movie came out, you had to go to a video store mm-hmm. to get the motherfucking movie. Yep. And they might be out. And they might not have <laughs> They it. just might be out. <laughs> You'd be what out a though. thought. You had to go there and they might not have it. And here's yep. the thing. And this is shit that put Blockbuster out of business. Like, you had to pretty much... Give an ID, a social security number, your firstborn, a bloodstone, catch oh. a fucking rare Pokemon. And your bloodstone best have magical power <laughs> for it too. A fucking tarot card, a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card, all types of shit. Yep. Just to get a Blockbuster card. Yep. Just to get one. They made you jump through so many fucking hoops. I remember when I first tried to get a Blockbuster card and I couldn't get one. I didn't understand why. I'm like, why? I didn't understand. <laughs> I have all this shit here. I have money in hand. And they're like, nope, you can't give it to no. Netflix was like, nigga, no, give us eight bucks. Yep, eight bucks. <laughs> give me eight bucks. You got to wait a minute. You don't have to leave the house. You yeah. don't have to change clothes. Fuck, leave the house. You can take your shit with you on your phone. Yeah, you like can take it with you. Just give me eight dollars. That shit killed the industry. Yeah. Like, it's rare Done. when something just kills a whole, like, industry. I mean, like, literally, doors closed, mm-hmm. killed. Not a, like, oh, well, we bought into it. I remember Blockbuster tried to go online. Yeah, I remember Blockbuster yeah, tried to go online. They're like, hey, thing. look, we got it online to them. People like, were like, fuck you, you niggas, you know, late, man. You probably go still charge. They had late fees back in the day. Yeah. If you kept something for too long, like, mm-hmm. you didn't have time to watch it. That's why you don't rent movies on Monday mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Go through the week, you don't have time to watch it. The motherfuckers <laughs> charge you again. On Mondays. That's real shit. You did it right then. on Mondays. Because like, fuck, man, I need to try to get in there Thursday. Because Friday they're going to be out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because on Friday they were going to be out. So it was just ridiculous. So I tell people we live in a great time. And it's just the number one commodity nowadays is convenience. Like everything needs to be convenient now. And putting on clothes and leaving the house is inconvenient to motherfuckers back in the day. I mean, nowadays. So they just want everything. They want everything now. And they don't want and they want to do as less as possible to get it. So something like Netflix is gonna make money. Yep. You just gotta think. How many people you think have Netflix? Oh, there's millions and millions I of would, subscribers. I could honestly say, let's say there's about let's just throw a number out there and say fifty million people have okay. Netflix. That's at least eight bucks a month. Damn. Let's do let's do some simple math. That's at least half a million a year a month. <laughs> a month. Yeah. These dudes are getting shipped out. They're yeah. making bread, okay? <laughs> like some, some some monies are getting money is getting made. And so I like I said, I give it till 2020 and then just everything is gonna be let's see, uh as a January 75 million. million subscribers. Yep. Yeah. So you're right around there. There's another quarter. So seven hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> seven hundred and fifty million dollars a month. A month. A month. It's, it's, it's insane. Like, I mean, shit. These guys are getting chipped out. They're damn near making Disney. They're making at least one 150,000th of Disney money. <laughs> they make, they making about as much as a movie makes. Uh, <laughs> they making that in a month. Yeah, easily. Like, easily. Like it's easily. Nothing. That's a well-selling movie, too. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. No, it's, so, it's good. It's good. Um, but speaking but, of movies. What's up? You got so a week? The, Oh, I'm, I'm watching it this week. I'm watching okay. it Thursday. Okay. Batman vs. Superman. I'm excited because it's like I just finally ready to just be like, finally, I saw this fucking movie. Um, <laughs> That movie. I don't think it's going to live up to the hype. 
I'm not just saying that because I'm a Marvel head. I'm a I'm a comic book fan first. So the movies are helping the industry. So I'm glad that it's coming out. I just think that there's so much hype. They've waited so long to do mm. this movie that it's not going to reach the potential that it's going to be like what happened with um, the, the second Avengers movie. It, it, it got put so high on a pedestal that it's not going to be able to reach it. And that's, that's pretty big. That's like, pretty big. Um, <laughs> I was just reading what he put on here. Someone put a meme. The most hyped fight of all time. Oh, that was him. He said, the most hyped fight of all time that we're 100% sure will end in a draw in friendship. It is. I no, mean, that's, that's exactly what it's going to be. And that's what I think takes a little bit of the hype out of the movie mm-hmm. is that we know how that fight's going to be. So it's no surprise where I know a lot of people were saying, well, we know about Civil War too." No, you don't. No, you don't. Because Civil War is putting one side against the other for the entire premise of the movie. Mm -hmm. Whether they come back together later for a different threat is different. Mm -hmm. This movie is going to end with a winner and a loser. Yeah. That's how the book ended. Yeah. That's how this movie is going to end. And the whole team lost before. It wasn't like, oh, well, we settled our differences. Mm -hmm. Superman and Batman are going to be doing a full-out team-up by the end of this movie. Yeah. I mean, it's called Dawn of Justice. So pretty much they're telling you this is going to lead to the Justice League, which has Superman and Batman in it. So pretty much in the title alone, it's already told you the ending. Yeah. (laughs) It's already told you that this ends with friendship. (laughs) This ends with friendship and buddy-buddy time. They did four down, four, four, left punch on Mortal Kombat. Oh, damn. And they did a friendship... (laughs) They did. My man, my man did the combo and everything. He said no blood code either. It's no PG-13. Blood code. No, no blood we don't need code. a blood code for friendship. We don't need one for that. But uh, yeah, they, they're, they're pulling a friendship on us. And I have nothing against that. But I don't like that we pretty much know the outcome of this film. Um, yeah. I'm, if it's, if, uh, and, here, and here's the deal. If I'm wrong and something completely different happens, I'll be the first person to be like, nigga, I was wrong. Like, I will be the first one to admit I was wrong. But like I said, they've pretty much already jumped the shark and told us all the future shit. So they pretty much told us this movie is going to lead into Justice League. And they already showed who they're fighting at the end. Mm -hmm. They already showed what's going to happen to, you know, how Wonder Woman shows up. Yep. They've already shown it to us. So it's just kind of like... In a dip, and people say, well, they show the same thing with Spider-Man. Here's the difference. We've seen Spider-Man before. We've yeah. seen him before. This is the first time we've seen him in his universe, but he's not a brand new character to us. Very true. Wonder Woman, this is her first shit ever. And see, this is one of the crazy parts is, I hear Wonder Woman steals the entire show. I hear Wonder Woman... Which she should. Wonder Woman did such a great job that during the filming, they were like, look, we want to green light you as Wonder Woman and put you in your own movie because... You embody a character. I don't know. Are we getting another Batman movie? Has anything been There's announced? been no one Because I know we're not getting a Superman movie. Well, this, it, well, here's the deal. This is a Batman movie. Well, yeah, this, <laughs> this is, is a Batman movie. Good point. Batman good, point. Movie. good point. They good didn't point. kick Superman off his own fucking yeah. movie. I said that pretty much every single time, but it's the truth. They kicked Superman off of his own movie. I still remember when this was supposed to be Man of Steel 2. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been. Should've and then it been. became, no, no, now it's Superman versus Batman. Then it became Batman versus Superman. Yeah, it shouldn't be called... <laughs> Batman and Wonder Woman featuring Superman. <laughs> Batman is some other motherfuckers eventually. Batman and his up. bitches. 
And, you know, I think people are going to be confused because they're introducing Wonder Woman, and then when the movie comes out, it's going to be in the past. That's weird. Like, it's like, wait, what? But that's all right. That's all right. I saw a funny-ass meme the other day, by the way. It showed Matt Murdock. They got to face Matt Murdock, and he was sitting down with blind glass, with his blind glasses on. He was sitting there looking sad. <laughs> and the meme said, everybody around the world is watching Daredevil. Except for Daredevil. Oh, <laughs> damn. They ain't even got a Braille TV for oh, you yet, DT. Shit. That'd be weird. Wouldn't that be crazy? Be... A Braille TV where all the pictures just come up like kind of like... <laughs> I'm shocked they haven't Braille. done that yet. But, um... It's just, 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 just Braille showing what happens. Just to get here what's going on. Yeah. Just Braille describing the situation. No, Braille just have it like actually like changing into the face features. <laughs> but it goes super slow. So you're like, oh, wait, that's it's a punch. Coming. It's that's coming. That's a punch. It's coming. Oh, punch, 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 punch. <laughs> I love the Daredevil show. Um, that reminds me of one of my favorite scenes. Where Spider-Man was having nightmares. And he had no one to talk to because he knew no one would be up late except for Daredevil. So Spider-Man just finds Daredevil out doing his thing and starts following him around. And, like, it just makes sense that Daredevil would hate Spider-Man. It just makes sense that the character of Daredevil would despise Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man complains about his life so much. And Daredevil's like, fuck you, okay? Like, fuck you. Like, I'm fucking blind. (laughs) Most of your tragedies are your fucking fault. I got tragedy like this whole shit was just me being a fucking kid and getting fucked over you got superpowers didn't let your Uncle Ben die. Yeah. Then decided to let people find out about your fucking girlfriend. Seriously. And then, like, you know, I mean, like, Daredevil would hate him. Like, yeah. It's so, so Spider-Man, like, follows Daredevil. Then it was like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> and he's like, and then Spider-Man's like, man, I, I just, I've been seeing things. And then it was like, really? You want to start the conversation like that? <laughs> Good for you, motherfucker. Like, congratulations. 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 You want to start seen shit in I years. ain't seen shit since I was 12, nigga. Like, <laughs> shit, for real. Like, there never will be the crotchy old grandpa superhero. Like, fuck all you motherfuckers, man. Why you think he hang out with Stick? He's like, look, this motherfucker gets it. Right? I love Stick. Life sucks. Stick is the dude. Oh, yeah. I love Stick on the show. Did you ever see the movie, uh, oh, shit. What was it? It was with uh, Rob Schneider, and he basically learns Kung Fu from, uh, oh, God. Was it Rob Schneider, (laughs) Rob Schneider. This is probably Rob Schneider's best film. Hold on. Because dude uh, from uh, Kung Fu, The Legend Continues, original. Oh, Libby Carradine. Yeah, he's in it, and he trains him. But he reminds me, Aww. Stick kind of reminds me of a David Carradine. He does look like, yeah, he does. Yeah, he do. Like I'm saying, like, and I know that guy's been in other shit. Yeah. I know he's been in other stuff. I just don't know. Like, I'm just like, oh, by the way, did you see at the end, Punisher with the CD? Yeah. yeah Micro? Yeah. I Micro. was like, ah. Yeah. Micro. The movie's called Big Stan. I've never If heard you of haven't it. seen Big Stan, watch it. It's actually, in my opinion, Rob Schneider's best movie. Uh-huh. It is wrongly funny. David Carradine's funny as shit in too. David Carradine's hilarious. It's, um, it's wrongly funny for no reason. That's no reason at all. It's also wrongly funny how he died too. I was oh, like, God. Uh, you know how he died, right? Yeah, choking the chicken while asphyxiated. And I guess, I guess it is proven that while you're being choked, while you, we're about to get buried in NC17 right now. When, while you're jacking off and busted, <laughs> doing your thing, I guess while you're being choked while you do it, 
is supposed to be a million times intense. I'd imagine that. I imagine if I was stabbing myself in the leg and doing it, it would probably be more intense somehow. You know what? I'm stabbing myself in the leg. Fuck I'm, that. I'm cool off a of niggas no. choking me. <laughs> I'm cool off I'm of cool that. Off Someone sent me, me a mean, a mean tweet, a mean thing saying your career is over. Go hang yourself. I just texted him back. I was like, nah. <laughs> no, thank you. Nah, I'm cool off of the hanging myself yeah. thing. But if I had to hang myself, I'd probably jerk it just to see what. Just it's to all see about. what like, like, wow, they're right and die. Uh, yeah, I was gonna hang myself anyway. But, <laughs> Go so. up to heaven and like, dude, it's true. It's true. <laughs> see, and, and not only that, but I would also reply back with, "That's some really racist shit." Do you know we went through 400 years? Of <laughs> shit like that. Guy. That's fucking. You'll be that's that really douchey, buddy. <laughs> that's a, well, you got to make some people feel like assholes when they talk about kill yourself because that's a little far, you know. Seriously, see, I thought. David Carradine was Asian for some reason. They're like, no, nah, he's just a white dude. He's a white dude, man. Matter of fact, he took he, Bruce Lee's position, didn't he? Yeah. Like, Bruce yeah. Lee came up with the idea of the Kung Fu show yeah. and for then him to died. be in it. Well, and you then, can't do it if you're dead. Who, Bruce Lee? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. He was alive. When Kung he was Fu alive. Yeah, he oh, came okay. up with the idea for him to start in it. <laughs> I thought and then dead. they cast David Carradine, and then David Car- and they were like, "Yeah, we didn't want to put an Asian dude <laughs> in it because of that." Yeah, I learned that. Did you see the movie Dragon? Yeah, yeah. They talked about it there. He was like, "I got this idea. This guy travels the earth in the old Wild West." And he was like telling the guy that he was like, "Wow, this is a great idea. This is a great idea." And then they cast. David Carradine, and he was like, what, Bruce was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he died one year into the show. He wouldn't have been able to do it very long anyway. <laughs> Damn, I'm older than Bruce Lee was when he died. That motherfucker looked hella old. Yeah, he was only 32 fuck when he that. died. Dude. I'm glad I didn't become a fighter out of here. He was pushing his body to the limit. He probably was going to die. Well, shit, the motherfucker was paralyzed from it. I mean, <laughs> shit, you don't, you don't just start walking again, motherfuckers. Now they'd be like, here's a chair, motherfucker. <laughs> Rest of your life. Shout out to Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was that dude. <laughs> It was, man. Yeah, it I just was. loved it. I just loved the interview where he was talking about water and crap. And I got, like, excited. Yeah. He was like, oh, the cup. <laughs> like, he was so, like, just so excited. He was yeah. so expressive. All them Asian niggas in Asia were like, man, fuck this dude. You know what's funny, too? Him, <laughs> fuck this guy. Him and Muhammad Ali. I love going back and listening to talk because yeah. they get so excited mm. in a motherfucking interview that it's just like, dude, oh, the camera's on me? Oh, motherfucker, I'm about to say some shit. I'm about to say some shit, and you're going to hear it. And I'm about great. to knock you up and down and all around and to the sound. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, they, they said Ali off camera was cool. Like, yeah. Ali clashes quiet. He was like, nice guy. But right when that camera came on, he was a showman. Yeah. He the camera turned off. and like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Okay, how you doing, man? Bless, bless, bless. Castle 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 on, he rhyming, clowning you, clowning everybody in the room, <laughs> knocking motherfuckers left and right. You know, you but, can talk all the shit you want as long as you're winning. Like, well, not only that, but the motherfucker knocked out Superman. You can't, you know. <laughs> you knock out Superman, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh. See this bloody t-shirt? This was Superman after that fight. Oh. You know what I'm I have that comic. Um, but, um, it's a dope comic. It's they dope. also announced the Lobo movie. God, Deadpool. Um, Wait. Lobo movie. Wouldn't he be a rated R character? I'm kidding. PG-13. <laughs> if they do a rated PG-13 Lobo movie It's not going to be good yeah. Lobo was R before Rated R before Deadpool rated, Lobo was a rated R Lobo character. rated R Matter of fact Lobo used to have mature comics only I Exactly think, for a long Exactly. Time. And, um, and it took once again The House of Ideas It took Marvel To say hey this can be done 
so DC just goes, oh, we're just going to do it too, man. Hey, you guys have Deadpool. We'll have Lobo. And here's the thing that makes me, that upsets me about it. A few things. Number one, the dude playing Aquaman, Jason Momoa, that motherfucker is Lobo. He's going to dual roll it. See, what's going to happen. He's going to dual roll it. What's going to happen is he's going to get beat the fuck up, right? Mm -hmm. And then Aquaman is going to die because, let's face it, it's fucking Aquaman, right? Yeah. And then he's going to be resurrected as a badass. He's going to become Lobo. How like he's going to become Doomsday. You know what I mean? They're just going to, like, hey, look, Aquaman, you a bitch. You a bitch. And they're going to keep taunting him and taunting him and taunting him. Then. Doomsday is going to throw his bitch ass out into space in this mm. movie, right? Mm. And then once he's going out into space, he's going to be like, oh, man, the inner bitch is sleeping out of me. <laughs> <The inner> bitch. <laughs> and then, gonna... you know, people are like, what's your name? He's like, ah, Slowbo. And then because Lobo. die, he's going to find out he's not an Atlantean. He's actually the last Zarnian. Yeah. <laughs> his eyes are going to turn red, mm. and then he's going to go out into space. They're going to make Deadpool in space. That's all Lobo is going to be. And let's just be honest, yeah. Lobo is not as popular as Deadpool, so I'm 150% positive it's well, not going to be received as we well. We have a reboot, so they're probably going to... Every book you read, you're probably going to find Lobo. Now, here's the real question. Okay. Here's my question. Let's is, see if you're going where I'm going with it. Which fucking Lobo are they going to exactly. use? Exactly. They're going to have to use the one with the long hair, because pussy-ass David Navarro-looking Lobo. And like... Oh God... Didn't he kill the Lobo that we know? Yes. That's why I'm like, wait, wait. In like his second book, I think. He like killed the other Lobo. Yeah, he killed the other Lobo and said, sorry, not sorry. Which is probably going to be something they're going to say over and over in this upcoming show. This is just stupid as fuck. Because this goes back to them making um, Amanda Waller skinny. Um... Well, oh, dude, and I liked the when they did her in uh, Green Lantern, and they had uh, Angela, Bassett. Angela Bassett playing her. Because Angela Bassett is badass. Don't get me wrong, I like Viola Davis. Uh-huh. But Angela Bassett was badass, and they had her all thickums. Yeah, they, well, she I mean? had to plump up a little, but that was before, that was before they decided to make her skinny and sexy. Uh. And it's like, no, Amanda Waller was this big... She was like... In my, and I read this whole thing about it, and this guy nailed it. Because, I, you know, I have... Thoughts about things, but sometimes I don't know how to say it. And so this guy said it best. He said, Amanda Waller represented everything that we're not used to in comic books. She hated superheroes. She hated everything about them. Because usually superheroes are attractive, skinny girls with muscles. You got this big, fat, ugly woman with a boy cut. The moment you become a superheroine... You get a bikini body, exactly. you get a slim waist, you get a, slim and you get a waist, pair of double E's. And you're just happy. You got <laughs> this big, fat, ugly, non-attractive, and I hate to say this, but I will, black woman, which is something that you're just not used to. Yep. She represented everything we are not used to in comic books. That's and true. I'm not saying that, well, I mean, you know, some people be like, good, this book did that she was black. No, I, I mean, I see it like... You don't see a lot of black well, people in comics. Well, not only that, but people, I think, I think people take the wrong look at things like that. Where okay. it's like, you got to realize, she's not just a big black woman. Right. She is the head of an exactly. agency. Exactly. She is the baddest the bitch boss. in that motherfucker. Yes. Everybody looks to her like, Agreed. shit. Yeah. I am not, I won't cross you. I won't talk back to you. Like, she was the I mean, shit. They call her the yeah. wall. Like, they I love her. the comic book, too, when mm-hmm. uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. When Batman breaks in her house mm-hmm. and tries to intimidate her, mm-hmm. she's like, you know, coming out of the shower and everything, like, mm-hmm. fuck about you, yeah. bad boy. Like, uh, <laughs> fuck you. 
Like, for real. And that's what I liked about her. She represented everything that we're not used to in comics. She was almost like the anti-comic book character. Like, everything about her was different than what is considered the norm. From mm -hmm. her skin color to her size. But she was still a threat. Yeah. And she was still the thing. And so when they made her skinny and attractive, I was just like, no! Like, that's not Amanda Waller. Because Amanda Waller doesn't care about that shit. Yeah. Amanda Waller was picked on for her size. She was picked on for how she looked. So because of that, she became the wall. She yeah. became tough. She yeah. became, nigga, fuck you. Like, yeah. like you know what she I'm did. saying? And I, I don't know. I... I thought at first when they did the reboot, which mm -hmm. I was almost going to be somewhat content with, because didn't she get rebooted in the New 52 to Skinny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The New 52, right. she was Skinny. So I thought what they were doing with her, because it felt like they were doing like an older team mm -hmm. when she was with, um, was it like Gen 7 or something? Uh, team 7. Team 7? Yeah. I thought they were doing like, hey, we're going to give you more of an origin side mm -hmm. behind Amanda Waller, like how she did training and you know things of that nature, and then... Okay, now in current time, she's still the big, you know, still the big black woman that you know. Yeah. But she started off as an agent, and then when they didn't do that and just uh -huh. changed her character, it right. just kind of felt like you're saying, like, it felt like you're doing a disservice to the character. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like you guys, you guys had something, and you threw it away. Exactly. And she no longer feels as badass because now she's just like every other motherfucker. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't, the comic she doesn't feel unique. Yeah. She doesn't feel like a unique character. She feels like everyone else. I'm like, what makes her so special other than her position? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I liked about the other wall. She wasn't the beautiful, attractive woman with the long, beautiful hair and the good, gorgeous look. She wasn't. She was big, tough, and she getting your fucking face. She looked intimidating. Like, yep. everything about her was like, oh, shit. Like, like, she even backed Superman down. She's like, you think I'm afraid of you? Yep. Like, bumping him with his bare belly. She's like, fuck you. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't <laughs> like you, motherfuckers. Yep. Like, shit, kill me and watch what happens. Yeah. I'll win, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Do some shit. Exactly. Hashtag Nina Simone. Basically the same thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> basically no, the same thing. Talk. But, um, um yeah, I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad, though. Um, Suicide Squad does look good. I'm hoping it's R. Uh, yeah, they still haven't released. Yet, they haven't right? released what is going to be. Yeah, yet. they're they're you guarantee. I guarantee you right now they're going back and reshooting scenes. Uh huh. And they're making this shit as R as fuck. They're like, look, we need to digitize as much blood, guts, yeah. and sex scenes. Yeah. So now Amanda Waller is going to bang like three people on team, <laughs> and um, Harley Quinn's going to bang like five people, including Joker. Oh god. And then um, you know they're going to be killing people left and right. Yeah. Left and right. I mean, um, I want this movie to be well. I want it to do good because I don't have anything against DC that much that I want to see them fail. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see any comic book. I don't want to see none of them fail. None but this them all fail. helps the industry. I'm a bit, like I tell people, I champion the books over the movies any day. And if the movies help the books, I'm all for it. So I want this movie to do well. And I mean, let's be honest, it's going to do well. Yeah. I want it to yeah. be good because yeah. I think DC needs to get their shit going. Like, get your fucking shit together. Yeah, and, you know, what you're saying, I completely agree with. Mm -hmm. I definitely, I love the movies. I love the fact that you brought them to the big screen. I love the fact that you guys, Marvel, DC, um, have decided to give such a large focus yeah. to these movies. Yeah. But, what I think you agree with, don't do us a disservice by changing our comic book universe mm -hmm. to match the 
movie universe mm-hmm. and mess up things in between. Okay. Because the moment you guys start, you know, taking these long shots of movies, like the way they did Bane in the last uh, Batman movie, Ugh. it was like I hated that's it. insulting to a character that people it. had so much respect for. I mean, you're talking about the man who broke the bat. Like that storyline mm-hmm. was epic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even the storylines following it were epic. So mm-hmm. for you guys to kind of uh, we're gonna do this reimagining. That felt like shit. And then I'm really worried because DC's doing another reboot and a fairly, what I consider, rushed movie because they're trying to get that team synergy like the Avengers. Mm -hmm. And I think they're doing it too early. You've cast all new actors, essentially. The only one who's been in another movie is Superman, which, you know... Superman, Murder Man, call him what you want to call him. Murder Man! Hey, look, I saw another clip where Bruce Wayne, basically Batman, super smart, very accurate with the things he says, says Superman killed thousands of people when he was destroying Metropolis. So all of that talk that people were saying about, you know, well, he wasn't clearing buildings or people... That's all fucking true. You killed yeah. thousands of motherfuckers. Oh, no, it's obvious that motherfuckers died. Superman. Like, and, and like, what, that, that, what thing that kind of, you know, when people argue about this movie, they argue about the movie based on the standpoint of a Superman that's been doing this. Right. This is not that same Superman. This is the first time they jumped the shark too early. This is something, I can, I'm not against what happened. I'm against it being happening in the first place. Film. This is supposed to be your introduction to yeah. the universe. This is supposed to be your first introduction to your character. And you're having them destroying shit and snapping necks. It was just too early. I had a discussion with this about somebody online. And mm-hmm. he was arguing from the point that, you know, you have to be there. Like, he was in a situation where he didn't have a choice. And he had, you know, it was not a situation where he could let that family die or Zod go. And I said... Was what he like a, a military guy? Superman, huh? Was he like a military or a police he, guy? No, he was. I mean, he was just having the. We were okay, having just having a conversation. Just having the conversation. Okay. conversation okay. Wait, wait, wait. I was trying like, to rationalize. <laughs> it was like, you <laughs> and I said, but that's what. And I think you made this point the other mm-hmm. week. That's what separates Superman from being a regular guy, exactly. or from being any other superhero. Is exactly. that Superman technically always has a choice? Superman yes. would let himself die. Yes. Before, before killing, he would another, kill taking, someone else. Not even someone else. Any life, any type of that life. goes from human yes. to alien and otherwise. Yes. And I agree. That is part of his character. So when you change mm-hmm. that, yeah. When you go away from that, it's no longer Superman. That's. He's just Superman is more of a concept he is than a real character. Is I agree. He and is truth, justice, in the American way. The American way. way is very much like if you did watch Daredevil. I can't just go around killing these guys. Right. I believe in the justice system. Yes. If they don't face justice, I'm doing something wrong. Right. Because killing is easy. And yeah. I kill. Hey, that's a hard situation. But the Superman of old, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, well, he couldn't do anything. What well, if we had him in a neck lock? Superman of all would have flown Dude. up. Even if Zod would have turned around, Dude. he would have taken the black. There are hundreds of websites dedicating, showing list by list, the thousands of things Superman could have done yep. other than snapping that. Dan Slot, who keeps defending this, um, who keeps defending this for, on his Twitter, he said it best. He said, Superman always finds a way to not kill. He says it's about as realistic as him being able to fly. Yep. yep. It's not realistic. If you can believe that he can fly, 
shoot eye beams out of his eyes, move at mock speed, blow frost out of his breath, then you can't, you, it's not out of pocket to also believe that he doesn't have to kill. Why is that the thing you <laughs> don't believe in? That doesn't make sense. Exactly. It's like, why is that the one thing that's like, oh, well, that's impossible. He's yeah. a fucking alien. Like, fucking what is flying alien. around? But when you say he could have found something else, that's unbelievable. You mean everything else you just saw is believable? See, and Come I think, on, I, man. And I think that's one of the problems is people are trying to humanize Superman when you take a character on the opposite end, like character like Captain America. Perfectly fine, Captain America kill. He's a fucking soldier. He started out as a human, and he doesn't go around calling himself super. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean? Saying. He's a soldier out to get the job done, which makes sense for his character. <laughs> and like I tried to make the point of, hey, look, dude. If Batman went around killing his pe- killing all his villains, he'd be the Punisher. If Superman went around killing all his villains, you know what would happen in the first two weeks of their books? Mm-hmm. There'd be no more fucking villains. Seriously, Superman could clear out the whole planet full of villains in like three hours, mm-hmm. and that's only because you know time to get places, figure out, you know, so on and so forth. But Batman, Batman knows where most of his villains are. Batman could totally kill. I mean, Batman could take you down without weapons. He could kill you in thirty minutes. But, like, I'm just saying, if, if Batman who kills is just the Punisher, yeah. that's how I'm seeing it. I'm like, oh, so he's just the Punisher. Well, I mean, he ain't, he ain't that badass. <laughs> I should have worn my Punisher today. I'm so happy. I was, Give I was me thinking a Punisher show. It. Marvel, make it happen. Yeah, just right. so more people can Hold hit on. me up and be like, Corey, you called it years Dude, ago. that micro CD shows. They're yeah, they're Punisher not show. done. They're Matter not done. Back. Speaking of that. I know we also gonna... got another treat. Yes, we did. The Luke Cage trailer. Yo, yo, and they played Nas. I said, oh, nigga, yes. it's lit. That was Netflix on the way that said, black people, this is for you. This is all for you. I've said it once. I said it twice. I do not mean to sound like a Marvel fanboy right now. But I, I it confuses me. When I see a black nerd tell me they prefer DC, I'm like, how? I'm confused. I, I think I'm like, how? I I was rereading Crisis on Infinite Earths a okay. few days ago, and one of the things I did realize, and I think that DC has fallen off on it. If you go back to the 70s, mm-hmm. they had a lot of ethnic characters. Yeah, they did. I mean, they basically had characters for each country. Yeah. Multiple black yeah. Um, superheroes, mm-hmm. Russian superheroes, yeah. to multiple Asian superheroes. Yeah. I mean. They were doing very good if you were to look at them as being a diverse group. But yeah. it's like, you guys cut all these characters out. Yeah, I mean, I remember... Like, why? I remember Fire was from um, Fire was from Brazil. Ice was from Scandinavia, I think. Um, they were Crimson Fox. These are all Justice League members. Crimson yep. Fox was French. Um, mm-hmm. Red Rocket was Russian. Yep. Like, they were from all over the they, world. They even had Justice League International. They had the Justice League International. And multiple ethnicities on there. Exactly. There were multiple ethnicities on the Teen Titans teams yes. over the years. Yes. Um, and, and they've taken them mm. off. I mean, fuck. I mean. He's done away with them. Their greatest black character, um, I'm going to say Colossus, blah, Cyborg. <laughs> Is Big that? metal, motherfucker. That's all I'm thinking. Uh, but, um. Cyborg, and they put him on the Justice League. I understand why they did that, but I don't like it. Um, Cyborg, to me, is a Teen Titan. Um, he needs to be on the Teen Titans. And no. if they need a black guy, I've said it every day on this, every time on this podcast. It, just make John Stewart Green Lantern. Just make John Stewart Green Lantern. He's the most popular Green Lantern because more people watch the cartoon than read the book. 
Yep. People to this day are confused, hitting me up. Wait, I thought Green Lantern was black. Like what? Like, Green Lantern. He was matter of fact, he was black in Crisis Infinite Earth. He was the, yeah. It was John Stewart. Yeah, that was John Stewart. Hal Jordan is kind of the asshole of all the Green Lanterns. Exactly, and that's why he ended up killing them all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Kyle Rayner, he was probably I'd say one of the more interesting Green Lanterns right. as far as he was an artist, so he had a lot of versatility in the way he right. made his contracts. Right. But at the same time. People still associate John Stewart. It, well, it, to me, it makes sense. It would make me want to support it more. I hate that um, I'm saying that because I usually don't say that. Oh, I don't need ethnicity to like something. But let's keep it one thousand. The Justice League is very white bread. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? No, it's the not. Justice no, League no, no. is very you say white that. bread. You say that, but let's let's go down. Okay. Alien. Amazonian. Uh, Amazonian. Uh huh. Atlantean, uh huh, black guy, uh huh, Martian, okay. Oh, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Black Martian, M- Martian Manhunter ain't on the Justice League. Oh, you're talking about? Oh, okay, my bad. I'm, I'm going to the comic books. My bad. I'm sorry. No, in the comic books too. He's not in the Justice League. Mark, oh, he's not anymore. He's oh. never been. They tried to do a book called Justice League United. It lasted ten epic issues, and then they canceled it. I thought he was on the Justice League. No. <laughs> He got replaced by Cyborg. <laughs> replaced? So he was on the Justice League for me. God damn. No, no, okay. no, no. When they reset, when they pressed the reset. Oh, you're talking but, about, okay, per, after the reset. I'm sorry, I'm thinking like long Oh, you talking term. long I'm talking about he was He's long. talking long. Well, yeah, well, John Jones was on the team. Okay. But with this new, okay. what I'm talking about. That's fine, that's Cyborg, black dude. The one they're <laughs> going with now is extremely and white. Flash friend. is Asian. Oh God! Isn't he Asian? Ezra, yeah. Boom. But I, I sent, Boom. I sent him Boom. a tweet about this, and I, and I stand by this. I don't understand the point of diversity if you're not gonna also follow it in the books. That's my stance in it. If you're gonna make it diverse, make it diverse. Yeah. Don't just say, but, but. You know, someone can say DC's not diverse, but we got an Asian Flash. Is he and what, be, the movie? Is he supposed to be Barry Allen too, right? He's supposed to be Barry Allen, which is going to be weird. That's weird. Like, that's weird They should have called him, like, Jay. We should have just named him Jay Garrett. And that's and my problem. Have him be a different one. But I, but that's my problem. I don't understand the point of them being diverse if they're not going to be that way in the books. Yeah, true. I don't understand it. True. But you know what? I don't work in Hollywood. I'm just saying I would like to see some more diversity, but I want it to stick. I don't want it to be like they're throwing me a bone. All right, here's your Asian guy. All right, you happy? But technically, overall, the team's not super white, bro. It's just like two white dudes on the team, and everybody else is an alien. Or oh, God. from another place. They're aliens that look like white people. How convenient is that? <laughs> Well, in space, you don't get color. <laughs> color is you need to Earth. Where the black Kryptonians? Wait, hold Where the black Kryptonians? He can't even be on Oh, God. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. So we can have black Kryptonians, just not on a regular planet. <laughs> just not on a regular universe. Not on the first not Earth. you got to be on the Earth in the back. That universe over there. That's hey, like boy, the you need book. to go around to that other bathroom. That's the comic book equivalent of the Jim Crow laws. Like, yeah. that's like, you can't have this water fountain. You have that water fountain. You can't that's have this over there, boy. You oh. can have this universe and over here. Not only that, he's a pacifist. Of course he is. He's uh, a pacifist. Because you know what? I have all this great power and I was responsible for great destruction. So, I'm going to sit back. 
and be a pacifist and have no real feats for anybody to compare. And I probably won't be anywhere. Or no. I wonder if he's going to be back in the reboot or they're going to just be like, hey, look, White Superman's back. Everybody read me. But they're swearing up and down it's not a reboot. They swear. Isn't that called reboot? It's called rebirth. Rebirth. Oh. And there's my bad. It's a rebirth. It's not a reboot. What? Hold Here's on. my thing. I, I it doesn't upset me that they're doing a rebirth thing because I mean, fuck. Let's keep it 100. How many times have Marvel hit the reset on that? Like within the past five years, they've done it twice. Secret <laughs> Wars. They did Secret Wars, and then we forgot the Heroic Age. Heroic Age was a reboot. I thought it was a continuation no, 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 no. after um, the major event. Um. Because the last Mar- reboot, no, Marvel now. Marvel Remember now? Marvel Now? Marvel Now was just an update for characters replacing other yeah, characters. Yeah, but they... Re- they I it mean, wasn't a reboot. Not like like, a, no, it wasn't a reboot, but they they, they restarted their unif- They restarted all their comics for issue number one. That was when yeah, Superior Spider-Man... Yeah, Marvel Now yeah, they, was But it was still... I mean... It still wasn't it, a reboot. It makes me worry because New 52 was a true reboot. It was. It wasn't like, a true you reboot. Guys can't, you guys took away storylines, events that happened, and murdered characters. Like, you remember when Damonites were back? And mm-hmm. uh, Grifter, and all kinds of other fun Wildstorm characters that they promised the they would never. The poor Wildstorm universe—they just destroyed that whole, Ooh. all that canon, all that history, all of that shit just doesn't exist anymore. Now. You know what? The only thing that would satisfy me what? is if they have Wildcats and the Authority come back, and they're responsible for killing the whole DC universe. And I want to see. I thought that's where they were going with it, dude. If they did a DC Universe versus the Wildstorm Universe type thing, that would be amazing. Well, yeah, but DC Universe would just, I mean, they would all die. They would just make DC. The Authority Learn would just kill. They would just make DC just kill everybody. I know they would. But, and now Grifter just doesn't exist now. Like, I'm just like, so Grifter's just no longer. You remember that whole storyline with Grifter, Deathstroke, and then they had a little girl? Yeah. Or Sue. Something Sue. I know you're talking about. I forgot her. She name. was almost like Dark Seed. Yeah. Kind of like. She yeah. Had a, and they just did away with that whole storyline. And Deathstroke's like, hey, look, dude, I'm back out and I'm doing my thing and I got black hair again and I'm not tripping. <laughs> well, I was team like, dude, seven, what the fuck? Well, Team Seven was an actual team. And, you know, the whatchamacall. <laughs> Shout out to the Russian dude. There's a Russian guy watching. He just said, I went to drink vodka. <laughs> And the bears to fuck. fuck? Hey, bro, I saw The Revenant. Don't fuck around with no bears, homie. Yo. Bears is fucked up shit. You know, I don't do it. Russians fuck bears don't and drink vodka. And he don't. just confirmed it. I thought that too until I saw The Revenant. <laughs> there ain't no way you fucking no bear. That bear is fucking you. He just confirmed it. That's funny, dude. I bet you they do spinning pile drivers all the time. Dude. <laughs> I bet that man's 360 is on head. His 360 motion. His 360 motion's on head. Everybody in Russia plays zombie, but they don't play anybody else. Zongief, man. They gotta be. The reason why Zongief keeps coming back, they keep using it. I'm like, why you keep bringing back Zongief? Hey, but keep it real. Uh-huh. The best Zongief player in the world right now is a black dude. Shout out to Snake Eyes. Oh, Good luck. God. Good job at the Capcom Pro Tour. <laughs> yeah, I hate Zongief players. Because you know there's some crazy motherfucker. Like, ah, uh, shit. But the nigga chooses a Zongief, I'm like, Fucking big bodies, man. Like, you gotta nigga, give it to I, the big bodies. I can't get, I'm a Hadouken, your ass. <laughs> Don't come close to me, <laughs> bro. Don't come close. No, I can't even jump in the air. Niggas gonna grab you me in the air. You can't. He gonna, air grab me. he gonna pile drive you like 30 fucking times. Nigga. Uh, I'm kidding. No, he take 30. It's like four pile drivers. Yeah, dead. four good pile drivers to do it. Dead. Do it. But, um, off, off that. Yeah. Wanna get, 
Should we get to the books? Let's get to the books. We've been about an hour in. We'll get to the books. So we're going to do our book review for the week. Um, I want to start out with an actual good book. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is... The Infinity Entity, yes. even though it's a little harder to see because of the plastic and all that <laughs> other stuff. But it's um, awesome. This is a Jim Starlin book. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a cosmic book featuring Adam Warlock. Now, I'm not giving out a spoiler here because mm-hmm. this hasn't happened, but what I think might end up happening is I think Adam Warlock might end up becoming the New Living Tribunal. I'm all for that. I'm waiting for uh, Adam Warlock so. to be have more... Of a presence in the Marvel Universe. I don't like that they killed him off. But I understand why they did it. See, and his his whole character is about death and rebirth. Well, exactly, exactly. I just think they let him. I don't think it. I don't like. I don't dislike the fact they killed him off. Mm-hmm. I just think they slept on him for too long. Yeah. I think Marvel, because of their movie push, mm-hmm. has slept on their cosmic side yes. too long. Yes. And Guardians of the Galaxy kind of gave them that oomph like, yeah, we need to get back into that because that okay. Annihilation Wave saga was both of them. dope. Both, yeah, both Annihilation of them. Waves both of fucking them. all the way through. Phenomenal. It's highly recommended book reading, um, if you ask me. Um, it, it created the Guardians of the Galaxy. And one of the concepts I liked about the Guardians of the Galaxy was that they were not the Guardians of the Galaxy. No. They weren't the best superheroes. The whole concept where they were the ragtag team that you had no choice but to cheer for. Because they're going to go get shit that's just insane. Like, what the fuck? When the smoke yeah. clears, Star-Lord is a dude with a gun. <laughs> yep. yep. Not even yeah, a great guns. gun. Not even a great guy. Rocky Raccoon got good guns. Yeah, like, Star Lord got. <laughs> Star Lord is a dude with a gun. Like yep. when the smoke went, and like you have to like this character because he's still jumping out there. He's still like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm leaving you, motherfuckers. Yep. I'm just a dude with a gun, but I'm gonna make it happen. So, um, I honestly want to see more of it. Um, I yep. miss when Marvel had more of a space representation. Because now the space representation is just the Guardians. Yeah. And back in the days, it wasn't just the Guardians. We had Nova. We had Dark Hawk. We had a bunch of other characters they were throwing in there. And that's oh, dude, what I You had a whole plethora of characters and races and species. Exactly. And all kinds of... And heroes from Earth would take journeys into space and come across these I other species. Them. I and, mean, Sword. Do you remember Sword? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was um the now, space world... I forgot. It was like S.H.I.E.L.D. but for space. Yeah, it was S.H.I.E.L.D. but for space. space. And it was led by Agent Brand. Yes, exactly. That's the shit I missed. I missed the War of Kings. That was such a slept-on story Oh, the War of Kings I mean, everyone good. went to space. And the fucking, result of the exactly, War of Kings. Exactly. Like, the mutants went to space. They had to go to space. Yep. Because um, fucking Cyclops' evil brother went to space and took it over. Yeah, <laughs> basically ruled the freaking Shi'ar Empire and sent them into war. Exactly. I mean, sent them into fully dominating war and you find out that his brother is like, makes Cyclops look like a bitch like everybody else Vulcan does. Exactly. Where the fuck is Vulcan? Like, what happened to Vulcan? He died. Did he die? Yeah. Okay, Black I have to go back him. and reread it. Because I'm like, wait, what the fuck Black happened? Black Bull killed him. He was like, Was it Black Bull? Did he scream at him? 
Yeah. Okay. He screamed okay. At him it's coming back. To blew me. up the Terrigen. It's coming uh, back. Blew to up me. the bomb that uh, his brother Maximus. Yeah, Maximus. Made. I remember Maximus made a bomb. Remember because the scream and the bomb combined yeah. ripped the hole in the time okay. and space. And that's the same shit they used in Infinity. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's coming back yeah. to me. War Kings was so long ago, but it did something that no one. It made Dark Hawk relevant. Yeah. Dark Hawk had a good little storyline in there. Was dope and they, just they explained stopped. his background, gave him a little more depth and shit. Yeah. Just like they did, you know, with Nova. Over time, because remember when Nova was just a new warrior? Yeah. Then over time, they're like, well, there's a whole Nova corpse, and they're basically like lightweight Green Lanterns. And it was awesome. Yada, yada, yada. They were doing, I call it the Jeff Johns effect, where you take a character no one gives a shit about. Yeah. And just make them interesting. And you can do whatever you want, because no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's like, you're going to ruin this character. He's Spider-Man. He's part of our universe forever. No, no, no. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody so, cares. do as you please. No and one gives a fuck about Dark Hawk. So, when he was making that, there was like a crystal. There's like a demon inside the crystal. A space demon, some type of shit. And there's other crystals out there. And yeah. like he had to collect all the crystals. Because people were taking them and becoming evil Dark Hawks. Yeah. And like he had like different forms of changing. Like a fucking Power Ranger. Like he had different levels. Like a Digimon. Like yeah. that shit yeah. was, that was fucking dope. ill. That shit was like, dope. Like you know what happened. Like, and you know what else this book does, for me at least, is mm-hmm. it brings back something I missed. What's that? And for those of you just tuning in, Infinity Entity number two, it brings back the astral deities. Yes. So it brings back order, chaos, eternity, love, hate, the in-betweener, um, you know, Galactus is in there, Infinity's in there, I mean, all death is in there, all these personifications of concepts mm-hmm. in our universe given form that were big players in Marvel for a number of years mm-hmm. and finally showing their face again, you know? And, I mean, down to even, like, you know, not Ego, the living planet. What's the other one? Uh, looks super fucked up, living planet. Ego's brother, isn't it? Like, yeah, Epoch. Epoch, yeah. Yeah, Epoch. Even he shows up. And these are characters who had very, very big parts of the storylines before ranging through every character you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they show Thanos in it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They show, you know, Thanos standing over a mound of dead bodies, which is always awesome and makes for a good time. <laughs> um, but Thanos is coming back, by the way. Thanos did you can see, never leave. Did you see the uh, the Ultimates thing they show? Because they have their C2E2 this year. Oh, really? They oh. showed the Ultimates um, cover, the Civil War tie-in, and oh. Thanos is there. I'm like, Thanos in Civil War? Oh, no. That's that's I, it was good that we still don't know what Civil War Two is about. We still don't know. Oh, they posted uh shit. There were spoilers on not spoilers. Oh, did you see his boy? Okay, they posted stuff online about um, I guess it's about an Inhuman that comes to oh. life that can basically see the future and tell certain futures. Oh yeah, and he could say yeah. okay. And, I did recently. And Tony's that. like, hey, look, you know. I'm okay with policing the world as long as I'm doing it, but I don't need some little inhuman uh-huh. telling people who's going to commit crimes or not, and then us judging them on it. Yeah. And then the other side's like, well, you know, we can prevent disasters, yada, 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 and so on and so forth. And I wouldn't have called it Civil War. I would have called it Murder the Inhumans. Murder the Inhumans. <laughs> and once again, though, Marvel's trying to shove the Inhumans. They have to. Licensing. They are trying to push Inhumans so Licensing. badly. Licensing. I understand. I under, From a business standpoint, I understand it. My problem is when motherfuckers try to say, this is not what they're doing. Since when did the Inhumans have anything to do with shit? Look at the last Civil War. There was the one Inhuman in sight. 
Think about it. Yeah, the, the Inhumans didn't get involved in shit because they had no reason to. In all honesty, it feels forced. The, it is. the, the, the Inhumans don't bot them. Give a fuck about what we're doing. Inhumans don't care. Well, they're very human now. I know, right? But it was a cool cover scene showing Karnak chopping yeah. down the the Tony Stark building. Ah, oh, shit! Karnak about to set shit off. Oh yeah, Karnak don't give no Karnak. Everything weak, motherfucker. I'll break all yes, of you bitches. all of you. Yep. It's awesome. I'm all for it. I was, um... Yeah, no, that's gonna be pretty good. But, uh, the Affinity Entity's very good. Um, I'd easily give it, you know, it's a 10 out of 10 type book. Jim Starlin writes it. It, uh, if you're a Cosmic fan like I am, you'll probably love it. It's good stuff. Yes, it is. Um... <laughs> I want to go into a book I want to talk about for a little bit. Uh-oh. Um... This is all new X-Men. And I hate to say this, but I'm loving this book. Um, I like the team. I'm glad to see Genesis and the... What is this old girl name? She had a forgotten name. Edie. I'm glad to see them finally getting involved. I was concerned last month because it felt like Wolverine featuring the X-Men. And I'm like, she already has a book. Right. So I was just kind of like that. But they kind of got away with that in this issue. And I enjoyed it. Um, We also see Toad at the end. Yeah. And that made I'm happy for this again because I love the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Um, I'm thinking that one of the biggest casualties of No More Mutants were that a lot of bad mutants had to become good just so they can keep their species alive. So Toad was hanging uh, out on the island. Yeah, and they still treat him like a bitch, too. That was yeah. a little fucked up. Like, dude, you go good or bad. You're still the janitor. He's and a janitor. You get picked on. Yeah, like, they never cool. were cool to you. They weren't cool to him. And like, so- you see why he's evil. I want this to continue. Uh, I'm I'm not a big fan of. I'm a kind of sort of a good guy, Magneto. I want the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants back. Um, yeah. The X Men need more villains, and I'm all for it. Did you enjoy this issue? Uh, I I enjoyed the last probably two issues. Okay. Um, mainly because one, um, I like the revamping of the Blob. Yes. Not ma- not making him such a pushover. Yes, and I like how they go through that in some detail. So they're showing the more amateur side of this team. Mm-hmm. How this team hasn't been a fully formed team. They're still, you know, like X twenty three for example, or Wolverine is extremely well trained. Has been trained for a number of years, but she still gets her ass kicked in this fight because right. she's bullheaded and she doesn't see the other teammates as valuable. Mm-hmm. They actually give uh, Angel. Um, you know, a kind of big showing in the book, mm-hmm. you know, kind of showing off why he's on the team because a lot of times if you're an older X-Men fan, you realize like, yeah, Angel wasn't really good until Apocalypse showed up. Yeah, right. You know, turned him to Archangel turned and you're Archangel. like, damn, this motherfucker kind of badass now. <laughs> this Angel is, you know, not a horseman, but still has developed apparently some, you know, new powers that are, I mean, that really give him a little more oomph. And um, I'm, I'm, I, it upsets me that they pretty much had to do that. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but, but I understand they pretty much had to do that. Because when you got a team like this, back in the 60s and 70s when the X-Men were created, that could fly. 
Yeah. But nowadays, you can't just have a nigga with wings and that's all he can do. Is like, yeah. I can fly yeah. really well. Yeah. <laughs> Not even like I can fly and lift up the whole team at the same time. Yeah. I can fly and maybe lift one of you if you're skinny. Yeah. You and know? he can't even fly like mock speed. Like, he yeah, just no, fly like, like a bird. Like 100, 100, maybe 20 miles per hour. Yeah, like, exactly. If he's going down. Exactly. But, um, so, one thing I don't like about this book. Okay. And it's not necessarily the book as it... It might even be the book. Who knows? I don't like Genesis. And here's why. They're basically making him like skin. They don't use his powers outside of making him... Do stretchy, Mr. Fantastic skin time shit. But my problem is... You guys aren't very flexible. Like, I would rather see him do the additional mass shit that, you know, Apocalypse is well known for and be their brute. Because outside of Beast, who's more agility slash brute... They don't have a brood on their team. They don't. You know, so having him fill that role would feel, one, a little more natural, but two, mm-hmm. more useful. I can agree with that. Um, I would like to see him do something. I would have him almost be like Omen, like the Omen, like Damien. As in, he doesn't what? mean... No, oh. <laughs> like the Omen Damien, not the nigga Damien. Uh, <laughs> Light-skinned, mocha, Light-skinned mocha. not waffle-colored Damien, but... Uh, <laughs> Oh, damn. That's cool, Wesley. That's cool, Wesley. <laughs> oh, by the way, do you follow Wesley Snipes on Twitter? Because if uh, not, you need to. Are you talking about when he was Nino Brown for a day? That shit, I followed all those. He pretty much <laughs> tweets like he's Nino Brown, though. Like, he finally understood, oh, people really just like me as Nino Brown. So that's just pretty much what he does uh, now. Like Somebody I read what, or he, uh, some dude was like, the best thing you ever did was New Jack City. The rest of your shit was fucked up. He said, fuck you. No, he said, he said, damn, that's cold, bro. And your hairline's fucked up. And he had his picture. His hairline was, his hell 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 was hella, hella fucked, fucked up. up. And hella people funny. just started going in on yeah. him. And, like, most people of Wesley Snipes' caliber don't do shit like that. So, like, I was all for it. Yep. And that was good, though. I, I wonder really... if they'll do, you know, I was just thinking about that while watching Daredevil and seeing how violent it was. I'm like... I'm wondering if they would do a Blade show. Wesley Snipes ain't working right oh, now. You know what's funny is we were talking about Blade the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, my fiance actually came up with this. Mm-hmm. This is a good idea. Okay. I think it's a good idea. They should capitalize on a popular character's sword welding abilities for a new generation of Blade. Because you said they were bringing back Blade. They were thinking of bringing back Blade as a female, right? Well, it's official. It's like, official. Yeah. For a show. Mm-hmm. They should bring this to Netflix. They mm-hmm. should do a Netflix show where they cast Michonne as Daredevil or as Blade's basically like daughter and have it different where basically she goes through most of her life as, you know, basically a normal human. Mm-hmm. So she's an offshoot of Blade banging some girl, didn't think to get it. But when she gets bit, essentially she shows up like Daredevil. So you mm-hmm. can even do a storyline where she gets bit, she goes to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Well, they take blood. Well, we know people are trying to track Blade. Mm-hmm. So a, that weird type of hemoglobin he has that mm-hmm. allows him to be Daywalker mm-hmm. shows up. And we know how deep the vampires are. And they're like, right. dude, Blade's here. They show up and it's not Blade. You know, but he realizes Blade, you know, vampires are coming in. So then you have the training side mm-hmm. of her coming up and becoming I like you it. know the new like new it. blade. You but that's know pretty I mean? much where they're going with it. And um, she's a badass sister. Yeah, she, you know a dark skinned sister. So yeah, you that's, know that's you, pretty much where they're going with yeah. it. I, I didn't think like it. Good casting. I didn't like it at first until I found out. Oh, that's his daughter, and pretty much the whole concept of the upcoming book is going to be him training her. Right. Because he didn't know he had a daughter. Typical yeah. black. It would. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> ah, you can't. I just piece that. Yeah, come on now. Ah, We're not no. like. I mean, hey, look. Ah, if, no. if the white Superman could do it, 
<laughs> Brothers can do it too, all right? But Blade, Blade would be illegitimate father, though. Know, like, yeah. And that's not even like a black thing, even though he's Blade, Blade, Blade puts a steak be. in it and leaves. <laughs> That's what he do. Stabbing chicks off. <laughs> what happened? Well, I thought she was a vampire. I stabbed her a few times and I went oh, off. I got stabbed. Then found out she wasn't a vampire. Then I stabbed her for real. <laughs> stabbed her for real. Just, just Blade going around shooting the club up of all chicks all over the fucking place. But, um, it makes sense. It makes sense. But, um, nah, I mean... <laughs> God, I just pieced that together. You ever be talking about something and piece it together yeah. while you're yeah, talking really like, like oh, shit, damn. Y'all really got us, Marvel. Y'all really got us. But you know what? I'd take it if they do it for a show. I mean, Marvel is holding on desperately to the rights of Blade for a reason. And I'm leaning towards the Doctor Strange route with it. Um, I'm hoping that's where they're going with it because Benedict Cumberbatch would do a show. He's not... Like these other superheroes, where all oh, the other actors who play the superheroes who feel like they're too good to like do a show, you know what I'm saying? Like do a regular TV show. Benedict Cumberbatch started doing TV, so I can see him being Doctor Strange and doing Doctor Strange shit more. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. with the shows, I see him doing that more than Robert Downey Jr. Hell, even more than um um Samuel L. Jackson. So, yeah, true, true. You do have that little bit of TV actor versus movie actor right. separation. But we're getting off track again. Yeah, we we, we uh, Since he brought up Iron Man, this will be a quick one. Um, the International Iron Man. This is a book that came out this week with the number one, and it sucks. <laughs> um, it's not necessarily that the book might suck in the long run, but this shit was boring. I mean, it was very boring of a read. It's basically Tony hitting on this girl, taking gunshots for some reason, and then seeing the girl again later in the future as she comes back against him in his life because every girl that Tony might sleep with at some point will basically try to kill him at another point. Yes. Um, I mainly decided to pick this At first, I wasn't going to pick this up, but I mainly decided to pick it up because they had a decent alternate cover mm-hmm. with Iron Man holding Mary Jane, and I just think that's funny because that's Peter's girl. And mm-hmm. I don't really care what anybody says about, oh, they changed. It's still Peter's woman. It is. It's Peter. You know, I mean, you could have just given him a new woman and made her a more interesting character, because why not? But um, <laughs> the International Iron Man, maybe it'll pick up as we go forward, but uh, as far as right now goes, it no. wasn't a very good read. I I didn't enjoy it. I did not have a good time reading that book. I was, I was bored more than it was just written poorly. It hey, was just um, boring. Dear Bendis and Malief. What worked for Daredevil is not going to work for Iron Man, y'all. <laughs> I knew this was a bad idea when they announced it. I don't like that Bendis is writing both books. Um, that's dumb because how is he going to separate story arcs and if he's writing the same oh, character? Oh, I got you. One is decent, the other one is terrible. <laughs> the other one is, and if, and if you think about it, is the other one even decent? Like I was thinking about it, like I was talking to the guy about it. I was like, "It's a high," and he was like, "What happened?" The last seven issues, and I was just like, "Oh, I got you." Pretty doom. <laughs> Pretty doom. Weird technopath. <laughs> the last seven issues, bam. And then, oh, like, Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Ninjas. <laughs> oh yeah, there's always ninjas when there's you evolve tech. Ninjas. Yeah, when you evolve technology. <laughs> Always some sort of ninja involved. Always ninjas. Right. It's like it's almost like he forgot he was right in there. Iron Man thought he was right in Daredevil again. Like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> didn't you know? Basically, like 
If you were to put a stake up to a dog, the dog goes for a stake. Uh, if you put technology and the ghetto up to ninjas, uh, they go for that shit. They just go for they it. They just go for that shit. Go like for Hell's it. Kitchen uh-huh. and technology. They're like, so look, dude, we need the ghetto <laughs> and Iron Man suits. That's all nice. we freaking need to live and be ninjas. Because that's, you know, that's what they have. Uh, <sighs> but Fair all enough. in all, that to me, that book was maybe at best like a four. Because it was Damn. just very, very... I mean, it was a very boring read. I felt like I I've done this was. before. I've done this a lot of t- different times, and you know, I'm I was not excited. Let's hope it gets better, cause like I called it from the get go. I like Iron Man. Iron Man's a great character, but I don't think that he's more than one book worthy. Yeah, I I don't think any character really is, other than kind of sort of Batman. Like, I would have almost liked if they would have just wrote a Rhodey book. Like give us give us a War Machine book, and you know I know that they don't tend to sell well because you guys just do like six issue arcs with them, but it would have been better than doing you know this international arm. It don't make sense. Tony's been international for a long time. You do exactly. realize Stark Enterprises is an international company. Exactly. Now like this is the first time that we're seeing him go overseas. I mean his whole book started overseas and it was rebooted I mean, overseas again. I, I love War Machine. I have so many ideas for War Machine. Because War Machine and Captain Marvel, okay. they're like, they're the military heroes. So, like, I see, you know, War Machine doing a lot of international shit. Like, going into wars, doing some crazy, like, blowing up buildings and shit. Like, I see War Machine doing shit like that. His name is fucking War Machine. <laughs> like, his name is War so Machine. So, you're saying he should be a pacifist. I'm not saying <laughs> I say that he should just be a man caught between trying to do what's right and trying to do serve the military because okay. there's that thin line there and there's a, there's a lot of stories you could you could write with that same thing with John Stewart with the Green Lantern and it's like it's him try, you know he got his Avengers over here but he has his job in the military and the military is trying to get him to get them intel on the Avengers. Right. And you know you can do that. You can pull this off. It can be written well. It just takes someone to care about it. Yeah. But speaking of Captain Marvel, uh, this continues to be one of Marvel's best books. Oh, um, put it my up, bad. Man. We gotta we put gotta, it up. We gotta put that. it up. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel continues to blow me out the water. Yep. Issue uh, number three this week. I, I like how I kind of feel like I'm reading an Alpha Flight book at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters all interact together well. Like I said before, the other two times I did Captain Marvel on here, I don't feel alienated by the fact that this is a very girl powerish book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all for girl power. I'm all for it, but I'm just like sometimes I feel like I'm. Alien- I don't know if that's a personal thing with me, but I'm like sometimes I feel like this is just not for me, and I have nothing against that. But with Captain Marvel, I feel like I can actually read it and. I know Phony Toast loves the uh, the space aspect of it. Um, I do. And you can see do. a little C's leading to Civil War on this. I, I, so I don't know if you I, got I, it. And I do. Okay. I do see that. Um, and about the space aspect is okay. when you bring in outer space, I think it expands the concept for new storylines. Agreed. Because the villains couldn't be different. Mm-hmm. The character, you could bring in any character mm-hmm. you want. You know, when you're on Earth, you're kind of limited. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can bring up characters, but... You have to give them a reasonable origin story in our current universe. Right. Meaning that, you know, people liked them to have a country, a degree of back... Like, how did you exist and may obtain power with, like, 9,000... Especially because everybody's from New York. 
with like 9,000 heroes patrolling this planet, mm-hmm. and nobody noticed that you have this godlike power. Nobody sensed it, nobody felt it. In space, power could just be anything. Mm-hmm. Power can vary, it can come from anywhere, it can come unexpectedly. And in this book, right mm-hmm. now, we kind of have almost like this ghost ship. So you have this horror movie kind of vibe. Yeah. And that, you know, even to a superpower being, is somewhat scary. Mm-hmm. You know, and it kind of almost reminds me of when they were written well, like the old like um, Superman versus Alien or Batman versus Aliens books, mm-hmm. where it was mm-hmm. kind of like, well, I mean, yeah, you're okay, you're Superman or you're Batman. You know, you think you're badass. You could take on a normal human. Mm-hmm. You could take on even a superpowered human because they still have base instincts in mind. But you're talking about fighting some alien. You have no idea what his desire is. Right. You have no idea what its abilities, its right. scope, right. how many of it there might be, right. and. That's what I. One of the things I think makes this book interesting mm-hmm. is that we really don't know, like what, you know, yeah, what exactly is going on. So every page you're looking to find out what's going to happen next. Versus, okay, well, you know, hey, look, she's fighting the Thunderbolt or Thunderbolts again, mm-hmm. or the Wrecking Crew, mm-hmm. and you know how that's going to turn out. She's 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 going up against unexplored territory, and that's something I think has been missing from the Marvel universe. Right. Um, we need our space hero. It was Nova, but now that we have this new Nova, who's like very Earth based, one of the main reasons why. Well, he got to go to school, it. homie. Fuck all that. Um, <laughs> oh man, you, can't, that. you that. can't ignore school. Fuck all that, Richard Ryder. Uh, <laughs> but was, since we have Richard Ryder in school, or was he adult? No, he's an adult. Yeah, I was just saying, he was fucking an adult, right? which is great, which makes sense. Yeah. But since he's doing that, I'm not against he, it. He's I'm dead. Yeah, well, since no, since the current Nova, Sam Alexander, yeah. the, the widest Mexican name ever, <laughs> Sam Alexander, it, since he's at home, you know, it's good to have the space character, and that's just something that's needed, mm-hmm. and that's something that's missing from the Marvel Universe. We, we need the Avenger that represents the space aspect. We do, we do. Yeah. And, you know, he's, I mean, he's out there, and he's gone out, and he's dealt with some space shit. I mean, his current nemesis, Yodat. Yeah. It's from space, so that's semi But, yo, that comes to Earth. That's my problem. Well, There's yeah, like, where else are you going to go? We are the... St- Earth is, like, the number one greatest place. Look, in the DC Universe, there's, like, 95 Green Lanterns that protect Earth. Yeah. All right? Including Yellow Lanterns, apparently, yeah. after this week, which is kind of weird. No, but um, Captain Marvel is a great book. I'd easily give Captain Marvel another nine. Um, I'd say nine, possibly ten, just because I'm... I'm liking each issue, like he, yeah. like you said the other week. I like the addition of Alpha Flight too, yes. um, bringing them in, you know, and bringing them in as a partial team because mm-hmm. not everybody from Alpha Flight's there. But you have a diverse enough set of characters from Alpha Flight to make it interesting. I like uh, it's Puck, right? Yeah, Puck. I like Puck. Um, he's, I think, a very underused character. Puck is awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, um, Sasquatch is good, even though it's basically like you know Brown Wendigo, which is kind of cool. He's um, pretty much just Beast. Yeah, he's pretty much just beast. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Aurora. Aurora. Um, she's also a character I think that wasn't widely used, mm-hmm. and I think that the X Men used North Star a lot. Just uh, good. which you know, yeah. which was good, but which is fine. You guys kind of forgot that you know they're twins, yeah, and their powers work together. Yeah, so for them to, to not mm-hmm. be together doesn't make sense. Yeah. But whatever. But having her do something else mm-hmm. actually kind of almost makes sense of it. Yeah, you know, because you would have that brother says like, "I need to get out on my own." Yeah, but um, that is a good book. Um, you'll notice we'll stay longer on good books, which is why I'm gonna go in and throw a quick space saver in with <laughs> Martian Manhunter. This book is stupid. 
This is what? What the fuck, DC? <laughs> Alright, look, I get that you're about to do a rebirth and you're not calling it a reboot. It's not a reboot. Because of technically they're spelled differently. Whatever. Don't call it a reboot. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do shit like this. Don't. It's a waste of people's time. It's a waste of a good character. Um, I'm checking. I don't see a Martian Manhunter in Rebirth. Well, well yeah. I mean, after this shit, <laughs> they ain't gonna get no fucking Rebirth. <laughs> and that sucks because Martian Manhunter is a great character. Apparently, it's too damn good. They don't want to do him anymore. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't even get. I bought this book solely because I wanted to see how things turned out. Uh huh. And no, just <laughs> no DC. I don't hate, ever do no shit like this. I hate that they completely alienated uh. this character, made him like hate humanity which doesn't make sense because if you've been reading DC for years he was glad that this place actually he felt home here yeah. like there was a reason he chose Earth he could have went to Thanagar he could have went to New Genesis he could have went to any of these places but he went to Earth for a reason because yeah. he felt like home Yeah, and it felt like home to him and they accepted him so for him to hate kind of sort of borderline hate him this doesn't make sense to me yeah and I mean you had the Superman kind of factor where he was an alien that lost his home mm-hmm. to initially you know the Hatred, uh, you know, basically interspecies war. So essential racism, white Martians versus green Martians, yada yada. It yada. was. <laughs> so you have this additional love and respect for the good people of humanity because mm-hmm. he was on the side of the oppressed mm-hmm. versus the other side. Now, apparently, you're like, no, he is actually some sort of artificially created weapon using some sort of weird Martian blood magic and he's a super weapon of hate and destruction and you know I shit on myself and whatever the fuck else <laughs> shit on shit. myself and yeah well I mean they made him into like these retarded versions of himself and said he split off his personality and protection I hate, I hate and, that they depowered him yeah because they didn't want to put him on the same level as Superman, even though he is in greater. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes of all time was Superman said, there are five beings on this in this existence that I'm scared to fight. John is number two. Yep. I love that saying. Because yep. it makes you think, first of all, who are the other three? Squirrel Girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even though she's in Marvel, she could hop oh, over and kick his ass anytime. No. Yeah, bro, you're right. But Batman, um, because you know you fucked up and gave him Kryptonite. Shit, bad I mean, move. Bad move. One. I like how he didn't say John was number one. He said he's number two. Yeah. So that makes you think, like, what's number one? Is it Batman? Like, who is it? I just thought it was nah, a cool you know who, thing. You know who it really is. Who is right? it? It's probably Lois Lane. A broker. Oh, I'm kill myself. No, uh, number one's got to be easily got to be Firestorm. Firestorm is potentially one of the most powerful characters in the DC universe yes. because his transmutation powers are. Mm-hmm. Insane in concept. I just like one reason why Firestorm is one of my favorite characters. I like that his weakness isn't just I'm weak to wood, I'm weak to kryptonite. His knowledge is his weakness. I like that aspect, as in he has to know shit to be able to do his powers. Like he can't just do shit. He has to. So he's consistently in the books. And he's not a smart guy. He's not. He's a fucking idiot. Like yeah. he's like, I, I don't know these things. Like I, I remember reading old issues where he felt like he the shit. He's like, fuck. These other superheroes can just do shit. They ain't gotta go to a damn library. Yeah. Like he's stopping in the middle of a fight. Hold on. Uh, 
Hold shit. up. Like, shit. <laughs> C equals 2, 5 squared. Plus exactly. The, oh, plutonium. <laughs> exactly. I like that aspect of yeah. him. Um, but he has that potential. And yeah. Like, him, and I think another person on his list would have to be Captain Adam. Yeah. And because Captain Adam is more along the lines of Firestorm, but can just do shit, and he knows Red Sun, uh, Red Sun, yeah, uh, what's it called hurts him, and he's not afraid to kill. Cap, the, the Captain Adam they've done for yeah. New Fifty Two, they pretty much made him Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, like he's supposedly like, like unstoppable, that. Like that. unstoppable, and then yep. he just disappeared because no one cares that much about Captain Adam. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the last person I think he would be afraid of, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Is Lex Luthor. I because, Lex. Well, here's why. Because he's a regular human and he's yet to truly just beat him and stop him. He slows him down. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't shut him down. And he knows Lex is a better man than he is. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> he is, though. No. The, the, the last character he'd be afraid of, terrified of, would be Doomsday. You know, And that's a legitimate Doomsday, not the rebooted the Doomsday. Now, here's the thing. I think that, um, you know, uh, I think Superman... He, I don't think it'll be Doomsday because he's defeated Doomsday so many no, times. He, but see, that's what I'm saying is not the reboot of Doomsday. Not when they wrote Doomsday poorly. Not when Brainiac uh, took over Doomsday or when they brought up Doomsday after Imperiax. I'm talking about the first two times he fed Doomsday. And he literally showed up the second time and was like, I know fear. I'm fucking yeah. terrified. I'm going to lose this fight. I can't win this fight. There is no winning this fight. And he didn't beat him. Because remember... Technically, um, yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, he right. didn't beat him. Um... What's old boy's name from uh, the time? For Cyborg Superman? No, no, no. He didn't. He Parallax? Didn't. No, he was in the he was in the book on his Wave Rider. Wave, Wave Rider beat Doomsday because Wave Rider that. put the uh, what's it called? Put the device on Doomsday and took him into the future. You know who I think he will be afraid to fight? Mongrel. But he's beat up Mongrel. No, he hasn't. He has not successfully fist to fist beaten Mongrel. Mongrel hasn't beaten him either. Like, Mongrel is the only bad guy in the D in Superman's history that can go toe-to-toe with him. Toe-to-toe. Uh, and technically, is a better fighter. Yeah. Like, technically Mongrel's a shit. I love Mongrel. He's probably my favorite you, DC you know, villain. You know who just showed back up, too? Who? Mongrel. Where? In what book? Uh, Omega Man? And, no, um... If it's not any of the book other than Omega Man, it's stupid. I'll find the book. In okay. Second. Okay. Sinestro. Oh, he showed up in Sinestro. Yes, he did. That's weird. Uh, well, I guess Sinestro wouldn't like Mongrel. I can imagine Sinestro not liking well, Mongrel. remember, Sinestro, I think, also took over War World, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He created War World. That's his thing. That's his shit. Yeah. Which Sinestro became a pretty stupid book, but they're yeah. redoing everything. At least I think it was But since book. you have it out, go ahead and do that one. Yeah, oh, there he Mongrel. is. Yep, there he is. Okay, nice. All right. But since you have it out. Since we got it out. Sinestro! Um, the book I was told to read, but they're fucking canceling it. So yeah. I'm like, eh. This has been a pretty decent book so far. Okay. Um, one of the reasons why I'm upset with it is because I think they're going to be canceling it. No, they uh, are. They pretty much are. Entirely. And they started to do a lot of things with it, but now it just feels like they've gotten kind of bored with it. Yeah. And they decided to do a character reintroduction. So you can see... I Notice two things out here. Notice the very top of this. A push for Batman versus Superman. Pushing hard. Well, that Notice the very back. That. Batman <laughs> versus Superman serial. 
Now, it was funny because the other week I was actually uh, at the grocery store, and you know what I saw? What? Batman yeah. Superman cereal mm-hmm. right next to Iron Man and uh, Star Wars cereal. Really? Yeah, right next to it, each other. Like Marvel is DC Iron Man right cereal? on the shelf. Why is there Iron because Man Because Iron's in cereal. It's one uh, of those big, well-pushed properties. Yeah, man. Lord. I don't see the point in them pushing Superman and Batman that hard. It doesn't mean Well, it does. It does. People are worried. Uh, I, I think they're pushing it hard because legitimate comic fans mm. are very worried about this movie. And I think that the more passionate you are about DC and show me your tits. I don't have any tits. I'm trying to get some, though. When I get some, I will show them to you. I have some. I have moves, but uh, you got to pay for that. Yeah, that's not tits, though. That's no, moves. No, no, you're, that's, right. you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I've seen moves on TV, and they're not fun. Yeah, no. They're not fun. Now, if I had titties, I'd be like, ah. You know what I'm saying? I'd be wearing a nice little shortcut shirt. You know what I'm saying? It'd be good. Nice. I'd be in here like I was a superheroine. Nice. But, um, no, uh, Sinestro overall, I mean, they had something good going, I think. Um, I liked seeing Sinestro basically doing good in a dirty way. So he had a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of scheming, a lot of plot setups, a lot of shows of power with Sinestro. But yeah. the fact that they're canceling and throwing away the book, I don't like. I think that it's going to, you know, it's going to bite them in the ass when yeah. they do. Because to me, evil. Sinestro wasn't a bad guy. To me, Sinestro no. just wanted to do things his way. Yeah. I mean, Sinestro was still one of the greatest Green Lanterns. To me, he still was ever. the greatest Green Lantern. I think people, like people said, it was, it was more, I think, of an oversight mm. on the Guardians yeah. part with what they understood the job to be. Because right. they, they basically say, okay, you're part of our police force, nothing else matters. And they don't realize that these beings are emotional beings. It's one of the reasons why they weld the ring. Right. You know what I mean? Because they're part of the, they're able to manipulate the emotional spectrum because of the amount of willpower or fear or avarice or rage or whatever that they feel. And, right. you know, that's something you have to take into account if you're going to be Team America Universe Police. You know <laughs> what I mean? America. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's uh, basically what they were. Basically they were what rushing they were. in yeah. and yeah. Yeah, they blow shit up. I mean, essentially they did more bad than good. This is true. Over time, you know All what I mean? Facts. I mean, technically, the Owens are responsible for uh, the later destruction of the universe this by, year. you know, one of them going and witnessing the creation event like a dick. And, you and know, that was when Green Lantern was waiting well. They've kind of fallen the fuck off. It kind of sucks. Like, them going from Jeff Johns to what they have now with the Green Lantern universe was like going from listening to rock him to young fuck it's like what the fuck happened like wait whoa, whoa, whoa you have this great shit he created this whole thing and now it's just like what happened and jeff john is probably like you're ruining my shit <laughs> you're ruining my shit why he y'all do that he put so much effort into that shit he created a whole corner single-handedly created a whole corner of the Marvel un of the Marvel of the DC universe, and now it's just like man, everyone green. There was a re- ladies and gentlemen, there was a reason Green Lantern got a movie back then. 
in like what 2010 2011 yeah, there was a up. reason for this because Green Lantern was outselling everybody there was a time Green Lantern was outselling Batman can you believe that true there was, was a true. time and Batman had like I think Batman still had more books at the time mm-hmm. and yep. Green Lantern was still was outselling all the books combined I, 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 he still, you know, there was a time Green Lantern was that dude for a minute. He was Marvel Spider-Man. He, I mean, DC Spider-Man. He was the new Superman. Like, he was that dude. And then slick back hair and shit. I don't understand it. So let's just keep it moving. Yeah, it was, uh, oh, it's on you. Uh, okay. I hate that I love this book. Um, Squadron wow. Supreme. Wow. Squadron. Now, let me tell you why I hate that I love this book. I hate that I love it because, let's be honest, it's the Justice League. <laughs> hmm. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Because whatever you're going to say right now is wrong. It's bullshit. It's the Justice League, and you know it. I was going to say, it's more like the movie Justice League. Because they're cold as fuck. Well, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And this new Batman, because I hear Batman's going to be a killer in the new Batman v <sighs> Superman. So, our current Batman, a.k.a. Nighthawk, which I love the character Night. I Nighthawk like character. is great. Um, I love the exchanges that him and the Blur have. Yes. You know what I mean? Because of the relationship that him and the Blur had yeah. from the uh, Supreme from Power Supreme book. Because yes. this Blur isn't from Supreme Power. Yeah, no. Right? This is the original so, Blur from, um, God, what were they called? It was the New Universe book back in the 80s, but that he's that Blur. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, I think that a lot of the dynamics on the team change up what we normally see from Justice. But they are, they're like, J, they're like JLA Dark. They are. Essentially. And, I'm with, I don't know, I don't like to say that I love that I hate this book. I like the book uh-huh. because I love Supreme Power so much. Supreme Power is probably one of my favorite books of all time. Like, and, I'm keeping one on it. Supreme Power was amazing because, yeah, they were DC characters pretty much, but it was pretty much, what if superheroes were real? Like, what if this shit really happened? Like, this is the way the world would be. And I just love different scenes like when they encounter their first supervillain. Like, imagine, like, a horrible motherfucker gets powers. Because not just only people with good heart will get powers. One day, some motherfucking Trump supporter is gonna get some fucking powers, and he's gonna go around killing everybody. And that's exactly what happened, and I just loved their reaction to their first supervillain. Like, fuck. (laughs) Like, this is what we're doing? Yeah, and this is what we have to get do. Like it, it, it's something that you have to think about. You know what I'm saying? I recommend that book for anyone. Uh, I just hate that I like it because I almost prefer it over Justice League, even though I shouldn't. <laughs> nice. I, <laughs> even though I know I shouldn't prefer it more than than the Justice League, I do. I like the character interactions. Um, I love that the Boar and Nighthawk don't really get along because if you know anything about the characters, they wouldn't get along at all. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it just makes sense to me. Yeah, and I mean, overall, I think they've done a lot of good things. Like, they're establishing um, weaknesses to certain characters. So, Hyperion, who's basically a Superman, yeah, 100% totally vulnerable to magic. Depowers him and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So, where Superman depending on his mood is vulnerable to certain mm-hmm. shit or not mm-hmm. you have a definitive no <laughs> you magic shows up you fucked all yeah. right you know 
a decent mage. Like you, even in the presence of magic, mm-hmm. you need something, and they establish something. I can help shield you from magic, but you'll still be lesser. Yeah. If you are surrounded by magic, and Weird World is nothing but magic. Yeah. And then from there, I like the fact that when they were fighting, uh, when Nighthawk and the Blur were communicating back and forth, they basically, you know, worked out a way for him to use his speed to set up vibrations to break the uh, Crystal Men mm-hmm. that were being manipulated by the Druid to uh, fight them. Right. And when they're doing it, the uh, kid that's with them, I forget what his name is, the kid, Tundra's kid. Ah, oh, I forgot his name. Yeah, I forget what his name yeah. is. But... He gets upset because they're like, no, don't do that. They're being mind controlled. Mm-hmm. Nighthawk's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Look, they're attacking us. Uh-huh. We're gonna stop them yeah. until they stop attacking us. Yeah. Like, no. And he's basically sitting there crying, begging for them to stop. I'm like, fuck you. I was like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're fuck. not you're not the one who just got the ass beat. Oh, I'm and, saying. You know. And Nighthawk is a dick. Nighthawk is such a dick. He makes Batman seem nice. Even Batman would be like, dude, calm down. <laughs> bruh, Batman bruh, be like, yo, bruh. easy. Yeah. Like, Can we go have a beer or like, something, man? Nighthawk doesn't give a shit, my dude. <laughs> yeah, like, Nighthawk doesn't care. Yeah. Like, we have a job to do, and if somebody dies... <laughs> yeah. Nighthawk looking at them like, each one of the motherfuckers got some sort of alien KKK hood on. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> no, I'm Impressive saying. motherfuckers. And then, lastly... You have Power Princess, Which who turns out don't... to be yeah. Warrior Woman, yeah. who is punted off the team now. She is no longer on the team, we'll and it see. looks like she'll be replaced with Tundra. We'll see. Oh no, she's evil. Yeah, she, she's she came evil, out. But... She came out as evil. She I left think the team. she's gonna say, "Oh, my mind was controlled," because I've seen future mm-hmm. issues and stuff. She and had that there. moment. Because yeah. remember, they had the druid with everybody having mind control. Uh-huh. And when the druid's control left, she was like, oh, look, hey, I was manipulated instead. She's like, fuck that. And fuck you guys. I'm out. <laughs> so I think that they're going to replace her uh-huh. with uh, Tundra to give an older character a little bit more play. And make them connect more you know? to the regular Marvel Universe. Exactly. And that makes sense because when I first saw that Tundra and Power Prince was on the team, I'm like, that's extremely redundant. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty much the same character. When you get down to the meat and potatoes, they're the same character. <laughs> oh, yeah. Easy. easy. So, like, one has a sword, one has a mace. That's the, pretty much the difference. I'm, uh, I still love it. Squadron Supreme is top five for me. And, oh, nice. And the stuff that's coming out for Marvel. Marvel puts out a lot of great shit. So, oh. definitely recommend it. All right. I'm going to throw out two books basically at the same time because they one moves into each other. Okay. That is this weird-ass book that was put into a plastic cover that because I did not have this book digitally, I had to fucking open. Just in case. Hate you guys. Just yeah. in case you didn't know there's a Batman Superman movie yeah. coming out. Just, just in case, case you didn't know. You didn't because know this is just Superman number 50. <laughs> but it's basically Batman's on the cover of Superman's is it, book. Is it 93? Is it 93? Yeah. We're probably bad covers now. All right. So I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> and then here you go. Superman Wonder Woman. Now... Both of these book tie-in books tie into the Vandal Savage storyline, and that is where Superman basically was depowered, finds out that Vandal Savage has something to do with it, then bathes himself in kryptonite because Ugh. everybody loves that, it becomes super kryptonite powered for a while. Well, apparently, here's what's fucking weird: mm-hmm. as Vandal Savage was lifting his home into space, and Superman goes and knocking down Superman's home. The Fortress of Solitude was like, oh shit, Superman's sick. Psst, purged, here's your powers back and a new suit. Go be Superman. 
So essentially, this dumb motherfucker just needed to go home. Right. And his whole problem would have been fixed. That is the dumbest storyline setup ever. Ever. Everything following that is fucking stupid. Ever. And then Vandal Savage goes into all these futures where, you know, he was going to help humanity. And Superman would have been one of his generals. And they fought off all these threats. And the, hum- and the world was better. <laughs> Superman couldn't have that shit. Mm-hmm. Alright? So Superman still fights against Vandal Savage and stops everything. Even though he sees that Vandal Savage has nothing but the best of intentions. Yeah. He just, you know, feels that he has a higher place than others. Mm-hmm. It's a shitty book. Um, <laughs> Superman Wonder book. Woman was good at first. Like, you guys had something good going. I loved when they were banging and that whole relationship was great because... Fuck Lois Lane. Ah, oh, uh, Shane that. on the level. I'm ready for Superman, Wonder Woman, and they right, didn't. They've they been it. broken up now. Okay, good. They've okay, been broken up. But good. you got the I, I like the idea of their force. Like you got to think of these are two of the most powerful beings that roam around on Earth, and neither of them is technically a normal human. One is a goddess, and the other one's a fucking alien. One's a demigod. So the on threat the alien. of them and their relationship, and the idea of them teaming up. It's fucking scary to everybody. Even scarier than anyone. If I was writing this, I was thinking about this. I was writing about that. I will have forces from all over the galaxy trying to stop them. Yeah. From procreating. Exactly. And that's where I think this book should have gone. That's where I thought it was going. And they didn't do that. This is why the book sucks. (laughs) So, you guys have these two shitty books that basically are like the same exact story. Because you're that lazy, DC. (laughs) This Ouch. is that... Unless you come Ouch. out with, like, a book every week in this rebirth... Ouch. Holy shit. You guys just let this shit go. This is lazy work. Don't pull no shit like this again. Wow. Terrible, DC. Terrible. Well, we're That's getting why Trinity I, coming up. We're getting Trinity, which is Superman, Tr- Batman, and Wonder Woman in the book. Oh, yeah. Like, we haven't done that before. Woo-hoo. Didn't they do, like, a weekly of that before? Yeah, they, yeah, did, they, they did. They did a weekly of that before, and... Why the fuck is Batman there? Look, Batman can do his own shit. Batman doesn't like dealing with these other motherfuckers. You know why? Because he's like, look, I have to buy... I have to spend so much fucking money to team up with you guys. Like, you guys don't understand. Two team-ups should cripple my company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I say that, like, what's the money going to run out? Yeah, like, shit. <laughs> honestly, all them repairs, all that shit. Yeah. Someone needs to write a story where they're like, sir, you are running out of money. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you're trying to be a superhero. You're breaking the company. should come home and can't get into the Batcave because the house has been foreclosed on. Like, the electricity they're got like, shut off. Oh, well, so. we built this house. Yeah, but you ain't paid property taxes and I don't know how long, motherfucker. No, seriously. I miss when they did Batman like that. I wish when Batman had flaws. He's yeah. too He's too perfect. He's and too one of, the, one of the 30 laws of power says never appear to be too perfect. Oh. And yeah, Batman being too perfect. I, You know, I miss Batman when he would fuck up sometimes. Yeah. Because sometimes he would just fuck up because when the smoke clears, he is just a human. But people don't want to read that. They're like, no, he didn't read that Batman. And it's like, I don't know. I can't relate to the character. So I can't yeah. fuck with it. Yep. Um, I'll go ahead. Oh, you want Alright, Star-Lord, this is the end of this chapter. This was basically (laughs) Bruce Wayne, his buddy. He princes in his house. Now, Bruce Wayne did forgery. What's up, Enrich? This is a homie from local. Um, 
If Bruce Wayne did uh, his own like money printing, I would laugh my ass off. He's basically ruining the economy. I know I mean, that would be great. That'd be a great that'd story. Great. If fucking because mm-hmm. Batman technically is in the one percent. Yeah, he's in the one percent. He got the bell out to show he could be a yeah. superhero. Or if he started <laughs> jacking Lex Luthor, like he said, one of Robins to jack Lex Luthor all the time. That'd be dope. But um, I, this is another quick one. Uh, Star Lord. They had a five part series. Essentially, just to reboot the character like he is in the movie. Yeah. Um, lame. Anyway, next book. No, no, no. <laughs> hold on. Right. I don't even want to get this shit time yet. Hold on, hold on. Just real quick. Ugh. I just think that it's hilarious how we are just ignoring years <laughs> of history. Years, dude. Fuck it. Fuck it. History exploits like the whole continuity canon. Right, fuck it, dude. Hey, here's He's my new like history. He's like this now, and you're gonna like it, and yeah. you're just gonna enjoy it. Like I, I mean, I was cool with just having two different fucking Star Lords. I was cool with that. You know, <laughs> I get it. But oh well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pass, pass on that. Yeah. Um, this is the last one that I got here. I know he has a little bit more than me. I apologize this week, but um. Okay, um, Uncanny Inhumans. Um, I'm, this, this, you didn't like it? This is, hold on, let me, let me just double back and just okay. try, to, try to remember because there's so many Inhuman books. This is the one with Black Bolt in his fucking club, right? Yes. Didn't like it. <laughs> you know, I don't like that whole fucking premise. You, you know, I don't like that they're called the Uncanny Inhumans. I, I don't like that yeah. because the term Uncanny has always been linked to X-Men. It's always been linked to X-Men. Don't give me no bullshit. No, 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 no. No, no, no shut up. They do it to sell books now. And I understand that, but this goes back to what I'm saying. The Inhumans are trying to replace the X-Men. At least don't make it so obvious, Marvel. Yeah. That's my argument. Don't make it so obvious that this is what you guys so are doing. So you mean that the fact they're, they're partially government sanctioned now, uh-huh. uh, like the X-Men were at one time, mm-hmm. they have, they're have they going around to recruit new Inhumans all the time who all are being plagued and bigoted by society. Yeah, by society. And new enemies are coming up just to plague the Inhumans, and Inhumans are now being born with dangerous ways to affect humanity. <sighs> You're saying all that's like the X-Men? It's, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. I'm waiting for the Inhuman Registration Act to happen. Inhuman uh, Massacre. You know what I'm saying? That like, would be funny if that's what Civil War II was in there. That's pretty much where we're going it with is. it. It is. That's pretty much where we're going with it. Yep. And it's like, it's fucking stupid. And, <laughs> you know, I don't, out of all the Inhuman books that they have now, I mean, hell, there's even like an Inhuman section now. Like, you know how there was like the Avengers section, yep. and there was the X-Men section, now there's the Guardians of the Galaxy section, and now there's the Inhuman section, and the X-Men section. No, oh, God no, damn it. no. But what doesn't no. make sense to me is that I don't like that everything feels so forced with the Inhumans. Like, it is. The Inhumans have never given a fuck about what we do. Like, they, they scoffed at us. The Inhumans were the rich folks that live up in the mountains that look down on society, snobby, they're royalty, you know okay. what I'm saying? What you're saying right now mm-hmm. is exactly why I fucking hate this book. Okay, go ahead. Speak on it. They would not open a club, especially not Black Bolt. Like, it would almost make sense for Medusa to yeah. open a club to yeah. feel like, hey, look, 
I did interact with humanity. I was part of the uh, Frightful Four for mm-hmm. a long time. I, I saw, you know, what humanity had. And I never had that. I always had to be a queen. Yeah. And now that I'm kind of out of that, I'm a, you know, envoy, uh-huh. I would like to have a place right. that melded, you know, people from different areas, you know what I mean, and things like that. For Black Bolt, it's like, what the f- that doesn't make any sense. Then uh-huh. I'm gonna go out with shows of force and getting fist fights in my club and all this. It just feels like you don't know what to do with this awesome character. Who, in my opinion, mm-hmm. should be like, "Hey, look, do your inhuman shit." I'm gonna fuck this. I'm out. I'm gonna go out into space. I'm gonna deal with real problems. I miss the Illuminati. And- since the Illuminati book doesn't exist anymore, Black Bolt's kind of just twiddling yeah. his thumbs like... You would think so, but... I, and I would rather that, just don't put him in a fucking book, but to have him running a bar slash nightclub uh-huh. and like, hey, look at this, you know, I'm it's like stupid. that dude now. It's stupid. It's just a, it's a terrible storyline. Yeah. It's a terrible concept. Yeah. They're messing up characters trying to get like a low budget daredevil in there too <laughs> you know what I mean well, he writes this... daredevil too Charles so, yeah so, so like hey we got another blind character we got another blind character powers. it's no. stupid I see it's Crystal terrible. opening a bar now Crystal's it's... always been the one I mean she was on the Avengers she's always been the one that was like I am the link from Earth to Adelon. Yeah. I mean, she even laid with a lot of the Earth folks. And she came in with the whole, like, Aquaman kind of thing, where it was, like, Aquaman birth kind of thing, where she was the one who went out and found a boy yeah. that she fell in love with, yeah. who was a hot-headed, you know, guy, and left, like you said, and got out, you know, right. which was what later caused, you know, Medusa mm-hmm. to come out, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit and explore this world. And right. I just think that they've gone so far away with that. Where Don't get me wrong. I'm glad they're finally fleshing Crystal out a little bit because yeah. Crystal is a really powerful character that I think mm-hmm. has been slept on for a long time. Yeah, agreed. But this book in particular, once again, so you can see it, mm-hmm. I only purchased it this week solely because I like the cover. <laughs> the cover looks cool. I yeah. mean, Medusa's hair and everything. Don't yeah. get twisted. I like that. <laughs> but um, cover aside, the inside is shit. <laughs> so, uh, Marvel, uh. if you're listening... Which, you know, I hope you are, and, you know, you're working out show terms for us, you know. I'm open to deals. But, uh-huh. <laughs> don't. Cancel the book this week. Um, do something better with the rest of the characters. I, I think you can. Because I, the is, it's not that they're bad characters. I just don't like that they've pretty much become the X-Men. Yeah. And now they're trying to fit in society, and it just doesn't well, make sense. And I get that. Don't get me wrong. I get the X-Men thing, licensing, yada, yada. I'm okay. I'm almost okay with what you guys are trying to do to protect your property. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I don't want to see Inhumans number nine, like Enrich said, Black Bolt kills it on Broadway. <laughs> you know? I don't want him coming out there whispering tunes to people and... Uh-uh. Or like finding a way to you know shelter his voice, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden he has this perfect voice, and he can sing forever. I don't want that shit. Kill this book now, because if you bring this shit to the movies ever, and he owns a bar, Which is fuck you, yeah. fuck yeah. you, Marvel. All right, yeah. that's that's just you're ruining good characters with why this would book. Black it's a, have a bar. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, it was a bad idea when you guys did in Secret War. It's a worse idea now. Why would he have a bar? I don't understand. I like, mean, I almost get it. Secret Wars because, like, hey, look, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here, and we wanted to write the Black Bolt in. He's I almost a king. got that. He I let it go. Care yeah. about what? 
Yeah. Regular folk do. Like, yeah. it, it just He's not make king sense. of the bar and nightclubs. <laughs> I mean, shit, he would have probably gone over... If you would have had him go to Liberia and throw out Doom and then become king of there, that uh-huh. would have made more sense. But, uh, whatever. Moving on. Um, this is a good book. Scarlet um, Witch. I'm, it's really not a lot to say other than... This is a good book. There's a lot going on with it. It uh-huh. ties into a lot of what's going on with magic right now. Yes. Um, it's pretty well written. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, easily an 8 out of 10, uh, in my opinion. Um, I've been following it since book one, and it's, I mean, it just continues to deliver. Um, Scarlet Witch has been surprisingly great. Yeah. It's well written. And it doesn't really leak. I mean, I mean, even though this one's kind of leaking into what's going on with Doctor Strange, for the most part, it stands on its own. Like, yeah. if you want something that's just its own thing, you don't really have to read too much other stuff to know what's going on. I definitely recommend it. I also like that they're getting different artists mm. to do it each time. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that you know she gets to meet her children because they still out and about. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked and Speed is somewhere out there, and those are her children. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> even though they're created from yeah. like reality, <laughs> and I think, and I think right now that she will because of what you said earlier that mm. tie into magic. Right. I like the fact that they're like you're saying it holds its own as its own book, mm-hmm. but it has a direct tie to everything else that's going on with right. magic and. Marvel making magic a presence again in their universe, mm-hmm. I think, is very good on their part. Mm-hmm. I think that it gives your universe a little more continuity. I think there's a lot of people who wanted to see more attention given to the magical universe. And with the upcoming Doctor Strange movie, you open the door for more cameos. And not only that, but I can't believe I didn't think about this earlier. Scarlet Witch would be a great Netflix show. A Scarlet Witch show? A Scarlet Witch because you have the Doctor Strange main universe, but you can have more of a, you know, she is a, without the whole reality bending powers, she is a character who deals with lighter things. You know what I mean? She is a character who does walk the streets of, you know, more, I mean, she's a, She's a child of a gypsy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And having her tie into more of that and tie into that darker side of mysticism because they can't use her father or anybody else like that, you know, mm-hmm. X-Men stuff, I think would be interesting because she did start out as an Avenger. So you do have her in the, you know, comic book or in the Avengers movie right, universe. Right. I think that her having her own Netflix show, because it could be kind of dark. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it have be. to be as violent as you want, but it could be a dark show, kind of grimish. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. or Sleepy Hollowish too. You I know? agree with that. But and they're starting to do that. I mean, they just announced recently. Jeremy Renner's like, "Yo, let's do a Hawkeye series." Which like, you know, I mean, and I'd be okay with that. I'd of course want to uh, have them cancel Agents of Shield, even though they don't interfere with each other in any way. Uh, to do so, <laughs> but that's just me because you know anything uh, to cancel Agents of Shield would be good. Uh, keep Agent Carter though. I like Keep Agent Carter. Yeah, they're I talking like about Agent right Carter. now getting her reboot. It'll be good. Uh, you know what's funny? Uh, Laser Bagels. We talked for about a probably like a good twenty something minutes about Power Man, mm-hmm. and then we talked for about a good ten minutes on War Machine. 
We didn't talk about Static Shock. Static uh, Shock. <laughs> because Static Shock hasn't come up recently. Because I think they're bringing him back. Let me see. Is DC bringing him back in Let the rebirth? Let me see. If they don't, they're fucking stupid. We also did talk about why the uh, black version of Green Lantern should be in the movie. Matter of fact, you missed almost all these conversations. But this video will be posted to YouTube. Uh, just look for a Super Suit Show or follow us on Twitter. And the links to the YouTube channel will be yeah. posted. No static um, shock, but you are getting cyborg. You know, it's something I said in past episodes. It's the one nigga quota. Yeah. You you get one, but you the one nigga quota. You get one. We That's even gave one. the blackie technology, damn it. That's, DC has done enough. DC's <laughs> like, what do you want from us? God, you want yeah. more than one? Holy shit. Yeah, no shit, dude. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Because it but just doesn't make sense that static shock doesn't have a book. It doesn't make sense. Super popular. Or Super that they popular. rebooted his cartoon. Like, I don't see why you haven't done either. You know what I mean? If he's not on the new Teen Titans book, I'm like, DC, y'all are fucking yeah. up. Like, yeah, Static Shock should up. make a comeback. I think that Static Shock make, should make a comeback. Um, matter of fact, before I get to the next book, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist number two came out this week. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately... The variant copy that I wanted uh, wasn't there, so I had to order it, so I didn't get it in time uh, to show on the stream. But I did re I did read it, and it was good. Yeah. Um, it's funny because they bring up something that they brought up in the trailer mm -hmm. where his uh, shirt gets fucked up. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a good throwback to the, to the character because mm -hmm. that's one of the things he complains about. Like, look, my skin is hard as steel. Unlike most characters, my clothes don't freaking match. <laughs> I got to get my clothes from down the street. You know what I'm saying? So it's it sucks when people use swords and shit against me because you don't hurt me. Yeah. But you fuck up my good outfits, man. This shit costs money. You know what I mean? I'm not Seriously. floating in money. Seriously. And I hate asking this boy Danny for money all the fucking time. But Danny got the bread. Daddy's like, Danny I do got, got bread. But, but I would see that Luke. Then Cage, he wants to team up more. Here's the thing <laughs> that I would throw in: Luke Cage would shop at Goodwill. <laughs> Yeah. Luke Cage would be just like he would walk into Goodwill and they know him by name they know everything about him and they're like oh you need another stop you need another shipment and, and he wouldn't shop at Goodwill they'd give him clothes because he would trade protection yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. it's a business like, yeah, I mean, I'll make business. sure no one fucks with you guys nope. just give me some shirts nope. just <laughs> and uh, feelings on Black Panther love the character love what they're doing with him right now love the uh, movie appearance and love the fact that he's getting his own movie and his his new book is uh, is awesome so far. This so. is the this is the year of Black Panther. Yeah. Um, they're they're gonna put out a lot of Black Panther merch this year. Yep. Um, yep. They're, Very true. There's a lot more action figures, just like the Hulk cans. They're gonna do the Black Panther claws. I'm all for it. I'm already ordering some for my yeah. little brothers. Um, this is gonna be the year for Panther. Panther's always been a great character. They've never put him in the front. Yeah. He's always been great. If you read, I have people reading the old Black Panther shit now. They're like, "Holy fuck!" Oh like, my god, dude, dude, I've been yeah. sleeping. I'm like, I'm telling you, Black Panther's been badass Panther's for a always, long time. Panther's always been that dude. And what's great, I like, is that in the Marvel universe, everybody's extremely buddy buddy. Yeah. Except for Panther. Yeah. Panther's like, fuck all of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Panther's like, I'm just trying to take care of my country. I don't really care about any of this shit. Matter of fact, true and. About fuck all of you, yeah. we have Deadpool, the Mercs for Money. The newly announced ongoing. Yeah, apparently this is going to be ongoing because it's very well received. Yes. Um, this book, it's one of those books that you really have to pick up to really understand because there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. But essentially, they came across something. They're looking to sell it. 
they're running into a whole bunch of other characters, and the Mercs from Money are wrecking shop. <laughs> it's a fun read. It's got an interesting premise to it. The team that's put together is a team of all like B-list characters. D-list, Z-list, characters, like solo, like (laughs) Z-one-list characters, like yeah, these are these are all just characters that are be given justice. It is great. And um, what do you think about the terror organization, dude? It's not an organization; it's a hashtag. (laughs) Nobody cares. I love it. Organization. Organization. It's a hashtag that. I don't really care about because, you know, and I don't follow the hashtags like that. But for me, um, human lives matter because any moment we can be hit by a big fucking rock. And that should be our number one concern. (laughs) All the other shit to me is petty. So if you're not concerned about getting hit by a big fucking rock, I don't really give a shit about your opinion. (laughs) So if you're like, hey, look, these lives matter, those lives matter. Some girl did some dance in a freaking Super Bowl. I gives no shit because big fucking rocks destroyed beings that lived for millions of years. All right, <laughs> that's what should that's what we should all be worried about is big fucking rocks. All right, so if you got a plan to stop big fucking rocks, I will join your hashtag and your team and tweet about you every day. You know, right? to each their own. But terrorist organization, there ain't no ISIS, nigga. <laughs> no heads are being chopped off for Black Lives Matter. Okay. Oh, you haven't read the, the most recent news. What has the hashtag? Hashtag has started killing people. Oh <laughs> Hashtags murder people, bro. Hashtag murder. Yeah, it's a ha- it's a hashtag. It's it's, it's, it's hashtag not important. Look, lives matter in general. Don't shoot nobody. <laughs> <laughs> they say let's kill white crackers. Oh, Some people say that. Some, Some people say that. Look. I can I can tell you this. They're essentially terrorists. Just because someone typed it or said it doesn't make them a terrorist. Well, that's my my, my <laughs> mother. My dad threatens to kill me once a week. He's not he's not a murderer. Damn. <laughs> he's just like. So you're you know, telling me you have an arch villain. <laughs> oh my dad, dude. My dad's the reason why I read comic books. My dad's a big black nasty motherfucker. Like, <laughs> anyways, Damn. this is comic book talk. This isn't a yeah. fucking political hour. It's all yeah. good. Raw podcast, bro. It's all good. Sorry, man. But um, moving on to the next book. Lords of the jo- damn, it's so much green in this. Look at that; it just looks wow. like they're floating in space. That looks like one of them old uh, foil books. Yeah, old foil books. <laughs> uh, Lords of the Jungle. This is basically a um, this is a book by Dynamite, featuring Tarzan and Sheena. Now, I picked this book up because I wanted a normal person experience in the sense that I wanted to pick up a book based on things that I recently seen. And recently, uh-huh. they had a new Tarzan trailer, yeah, which looks dope. It was alright. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, for a reboot, it looks like it has a lot of promise. Yeah. I picked this book up because the characters on the cover, as you can see, are drawn very realistically. Mm-hmm. Not the case inside the book. No, um, no. And I thought it might be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first issue was fairly boring. Very um, essentially, it's like it feels like the He-Man books right now, which are actually pretty decent. Um, and it feels exactly like that. So I can't recommend it. Um, it might have a good start. I'm not saying don't get it, but yeah. I I kind of got bored by this book, and it just it, it didn't appeal to anything I like about comic books in the sense that it every page I felt like I knew what was going on. Uh-huh. The initial character felt like boring. Like okay, look, there's people that are destroying shit and you're in the jungle protecting it. It was kind of uh, kind of boring. Yeah, I mean, I don't like it because. 
if you know the character, you know the whole concept of Tarzan. He ends up eventually leaving the jungle, and with Jane. So for him to be with Shana, with Sheena, see, I know it's gonna. And be apparently, bad. she's from like a different universe. So it's just like yeah. uh, Tarzan is not that you know interesting of a character to me to read it's a true. monthly book on him. It's very true. And adding another half naked woman on there is not gonna help it. So yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, but that allows me to move real quickly into the. Uh, Next book, Three Devils. Now, this actually was a very good book. Oh, really? Uh, this is from IDW, and this is a very good book, very interesting. Uh, one of the characters with, actually the first book, has a black male lead nice. and a young female lead. Oh, really? Um, so for it's the main uh, two characters. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, so it's Star Wars now. Star Wars. Um, but it takes place in more of the Wild West time. Um, of course, racism is still very prevalent. Of um, it's what the world would be like under Trump, mm-hmm. um, since they brought up <laughs> Trump in the chat. Uh, um, <laughs> man, that dude's everywhere, man. He's sending all the, the goons out. Yeah, he's, dude, dude is everywhere. He's going hard on it's folks. It's all good. Um, but Three Devils is actually it's an interesting book. Um, it seems like uh, one of the characters is able is like some sort of like different type of zombie almost, and he's able to control others as well. Mm-hmm. He also uh, they have another character who's essentially a vampire, um, but they're a little they do things a little bit differently than uh, what you would normally consider. And overall, the book has a it has a nice pace to it. It's interesting. I didn't feel like I knew what was going to happen next. It was, um, I mean, it was, it was honestly pretty good. Um, this is the number one, so first issue for this week. Um, I would, I, I enjoyed it. I would give it, um, I would give it an eight out of ten oh, for, wow. uh, you know, first time read. So if nice. you're looking for something new to pick up, diverse, uh, and diverse, since people say black people aren't in comics, yeah. this is, uh, this is a good book to pick up. Sweet. Um, and for book review, that's it. But, uh. To answer one of the last questions, I know uh, this is a political chat, but fuck Trump. Fuck all right, him. Trump's probably going to cancel comic books. <laughs> okay, so if you're a comic uh, book fan and you vote for Trump, chances are he's going to do comic books. Now, if they made Trump a villain in comic books, uh-huh. I would probably be okay with that. Because, you know, he has a very, not like Lex Luthor in the sense that he's useful, mm-hmm. but like Lex Luthor in the sense that he's like really into himself. Yeah, well, yeah, really, and, really and Marvel's so. doing it this year. Um, I'm voting for Loki, so oh, uh, Loki's got a good campaign running. You know, he hasn't put up one flyer. He <laughs> hasn't. He hasn't. hasn't. You know, I'm going for uh, Loki. I'm voting for Loki. But yeah, he's a liar, but all politicians lie. At least we know he's a liar. Yeah. At least yeah. he's like an honest liar. Yeah. So I'm all for Loki. I'm voting for Thanos because <laughs> Thanos realizes one <laughs> thing: there is no point in a kingdom of nothing. So he is he has gone through and destroyed. He has amassed enough power to destroy the entire universe, right? Mm-hmm. And he recreated it uh-huh. because he was like, "Whoa, fuck! This is boring. It's all freaking dark." Uh-huh. So now, don't get me wrong. Trump is still, in my opinion, more evil than Thanos. Makes yeah. Thanos look like a really good dude. Yeah. You know, so that's another reason why Thanos has my vote. Yes. But all in all, you know, it's for me, it's either Thanos or Satan <laughs> over Trump. Because Satan also has good qualities. Uh, you know what I mean? That's funny. Uh, Satan, once again, another <laughs> prince of lies. Well, <laughs> but Satan has been managing the, a, the same place successfully for... 
eons. Uh-huh. So Satan has a good track record of management. Uh, he has uh, more. Pe- he's acquired more people than heaven. I'm sure. Sure, well, well, he was well, sent to Earth, so oh. we are all influenced by him. Unfortunately, yeah, exactly. You know, and I mean, Trump and, might be a little too evil for hell. And but, Trump is know. the Antichrist. He's the Antichrist. Uh, I know that's kind of selling Trump short. If you think, if you think, <laughs> if you think about it, if you look him and Google Antichrist, he is the Antichrist. He's also fucking Hitler. No, <laughs> no, Hitler was nowhere near as bad. No, hold on, hold on. Americans hate Trump. Many Americans hate Trump. Germans loved Hitler, (laughs) right? I mean, German people are like, look, he's bringing us out of a recession. He's preaching nothing but good things for Germany. If you look at the numbers, America loves Trump too. Trump is killing almost everybody. He, I don't think he's gonna beat Hillary though. No, why do you think? Why do you think she is going for Trump? How do you? How does this become House of Cards? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Thanos controls Loki. He controls Trump to run for office. So since they're all running for office, yeah. nice. Now I think I don't think I think Trump's too evil for Loki and Thanos. <laughs> I think it's just like I said. I mean, Mephisto's like, dude, bruh, come on now. Well, come Thanos on. is an equal opportunity hater. Like, <laughs> like. Trump just hates certain people. Thanos hates everybody. No, no, no. <laughs> Trump hates whoever fits the situation. Yeah. Trump hates Trump from one minute to the next. He uh-huh. changes it up. Uh-huh. Trump changes it up more than Marvel kills and revives characters. Okay. <laughs> all right. I don't think they do it all the time. You're like, hey, I thought he was dead. Nah, he's, he's no, back. He's not this back is now. a future kind of technical person. That's how Trump does it. I like, was about to say, no, they don't. And then I think Night Thrash is back, nigga. That's like the Trump of them all. Like, give me two. Are you Trump? They brought Night Thrasher. I love back. how they gave Night Thrasher, like, all these props in the book, too. Like, Night Thrasher's that dude. I love how, uh, what is it, British Punisher uh-huh. talks about him. He's like, yeah. dude's got a skateboard. And, <laughs> I, I, I hate, I hate, but love that the only black other black person on there knows all about the only other black person. <laughs> yeah. He knows all about them. He knows, he knows his baby is born. With Davis, Wayne, respects him, dude. That shit is dope. It as sucks, fuck. but it makes sense. That shit is dope as fuck. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Hashtag build a wall. Oh god, dude, we got Trump supporters in the I comment think, channel. I think man. it's time to end it, dude. All right. All right, uh, you guys. This was episode number lucky number thirteen. Not too lucky. lucky with this shit. What are you talking about? I told you this shit could go south in one way. Shit before. <laughs> oh man. Um, lucky number thirteen. Thank you for tuning in to number thirteen of Where's My Super Suit. This will be on YouTube uh, probably tomorrow. Um, I hope because I have work tomorrow, so I got to work that around. Um, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Same bat channel. Hit that follow button. And uh, thank you. You guys have a good weekend. Peace. Watch Daredevil. Watch Walking Dead tonight. Don't say I didn't tell you to do it. Please do. Peace out. Blah.